Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an episode of the Anime Daily Podcast. I am your host, Sam the Mega Man, and here are me with my Brotakus. Introducing first, we have the devilishly handsome tiefling in the Black Clover community. He has a great love for Trigon, my hero, and unfortunately, not Cowboy Bebop. He is the Hurricane Typhoon, Legendary Bash, the engaged pancakes and cheese lover, aka Cheese Nuts, aka Cheese Truck, aka the man who broke his promise to watch Hunter Hunter last Sunday. Miguel Parra. And our last Protaku, he is the CEO of Careful Spoilers Podcast Network, the host of Careful Spoilers Shows, C4S Villains. Founder of the No Anime, No Life Facebook group, he is JB, exclusive, the invincibly talented James Barnes. How are we all doing? Man, I gotta good say, day, it's bro. good to be fucking back. Like, literally be on a live show. And like, I was telling my boss, like, yo, I appreciate you always having me as the early person. So I could come in at six in the morning and leave at six and I could still make it to my show. Tomorrow I start at 630 and he told me, hey, Vash, are you going to come in early tomorrow? I'm like, Hell yeah. Because you know why? Because I could go, come home to my other show podcast tomorrow. And he said, oh, I'm glad to hear. And I'm like, yeah, I get no sleep. But you know what? I still get to do my personal life stuff and do the shows that I love to do with this lovely two gentlemen that are here. So it just feels good, man. Just talking on your mic. And being with your friends and talking to the community, it just feels fucking great. It is officially yeah, festival holiday season. Now we that can have true. the whole Christmas song. If we're gonna play the whole Mariah Carey, now nope. I want all I want for Christmas, go go right ahead. I guess oh, it's now I've been hearing it already for like I think week. official I only heard it maybe like three times, maybe four. I know one time was at uh Bash's party at his, at his home uh housewarming. Yeah, they were playing they were playing that so that they were playing the uh, Mariah Carey uh, All I, I Want for re- Christmas. I literally they, they don't did. But yeah. Uh, stop. Stop playing it. <laughs> December 26th. 12 but James, how did it feel? Like you haven't you haven't done villains in like a good two weeks and we haven't done the anime show in a good two or three weeks. How does it feel to be back? It feels great to be back, dude. Like, I love making content. I love making content with you guys. So it's like, it feels great to be back on the mic, back on the cam. And I can't wait to talk about everything we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about some anime NYC, which was one of the best moments of my life. We're going to talk about some Cowboy Bebop, a bunch of other shit. So I'm very excited for tonight's show and for us to talk about uh, the first three episodes of Hawkeye on Villains Tomorrow. So it's going to be a very fun two days. Yeah, that's a good, good quick plug. For those, um, for those that don't know, myself and James and Abe, also for the team, and Steve, we're doing the C4's Villains episode 44? 42. Yes. Okay, uh, I jumped two weeks. Uh, 42 will be tomorrow, and we're talking about the first three episodes of Hawkeye and news, and um, I haven't checked the notes, so I don't know what else. So I'm just here running down. But other than that, jump tomorrow on the 10 p.m. EST and 9 CST, right? Yeah. I got it right then. So definitely check that and continue subscribing to the Careful Spoilers because you know what? We passed 500 subs and I'm glad to say that as well. Finally. And Ooh. we haven't officially said it um, since two, three weeks ago. We also passed 10,000 um, downloads listeners on the audio side of the Emily podcast and the show on Ronin. 
both our podcasts together. So that's also another congratulations to us and our brand. So I'm really happy to see that and say that. So it's very great. Yeah, man. Great accomplishment. Let's just talk about Anna and NFC. Let's just jump straight into it since. Let's, let's do a recap of our lives for the past month hiatus. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. For, for those that don't a know. recap of our lives. Anime NYC was November 17, was it? I'm going to double check right now. Uh, yeah, I need to double check that too. <laughs> uh, November 18th, oh, well, 19th to the 21st. But I but I counted the 18th because that's when I met one of my long lost friends. It's, his name is JB, <laughs> James Barnes. I met him. I picked him up at the airport, which was technically, I was a bit late because uh, he told me that his flight was 11.50. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, I was just, got in early. <laughs> He got it early. I didn't expect that. So I literally arrived. And I got to tell you, this man is short. Didn't expect that. He told us about it, but I, I expect it. Guys, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. He knows I'm 5'5", five five, yet he's surprised <laughs> that I'm actually 5'5". Five five. I yes. feel like he needs to see I, I, it I to lied. believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I lied that I was 5'5 five five for, for some magical reason. Yes. No, but what's I crazy five about five. it is that he sent me right in a... Um, Sam, a picture like a year ago or two, when he went to see his brother, and then when he, and then when he saw the picture, he was like, wait, James, you're short. And then yeah. like, but seeing it in person, it just throws me off because Steve, for some guys, payoff, Vash has never seen someone five five before, so he was just very thrown off by <laughs> someone that's five five. No, it's but never like, happened to him before, so I, I guess he never was a shock. I, he, me, he never seen a I person just felt like Steve telling I just the felt truth. Like Steve. Of, he never seen a person who tell the truth about the about their height, <laughs> right? Instead of no, like people on their no. Tinder, like, oh, I'm five eight, I'm five ten. <laughs> no, no, really, no, 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 it's no, it's because Steve put the idea of how you judge a person by the camera because he thought I was the shortest one of the whole crew. So then, but the way James puts his angle and he always sits properly straight, so it's just he makes himself look big and sound big. So. Actually, see me that's personally. your perception. That's not something that I do at all. It is a perception, correct? Thank so, you. But these, <laughs> but these, I blame Steve because he put that idea in my head where he, out of nowhere, said I was the shortest one out of all of us. I'm like, I've taken the, the second or third tallest now, counting eight. So it's like it's change the word tallest to youngest. There we go. That's the correct word, youngest. Yeah, that is true. I'm the youngest still, because. I should not. Sorry, I'm sorry. Spicy, I, I'm sorry. Spicy took your place. Never mind. Never mind. You're not the youngest anymore. It's true. Spicy yeah, took right. my place. Damn. Well, you got a point there. But yeah. Uh, Doesn't mean your youth is gone. It, it just true. means you're not the you're, you're just not the little brother anymore. But me and James met at the airport first, and and then I gave him two options. Like, hey, want to first chill straight? I want to meet Sam. He said, I want to meet Sam. I want to meet you before. To, and, like, I have to. I have. And, test that day too and how did it go james dude it was it was great for, first off right vash left out a very important part of me, him picking oh, me up right first so class. he was also late because there was a crash on the highway oh yeah bro that's a... new york drivers are the worst bro oh, 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 first just, of all, wait, that's, that's recent that's a re that's always been like we're yeah, not but we're, we're i've not never really experienced good. it before so it's like he picks me up and then we're on the highway and within like 10 minutes, there's almost two accidents. I'm like, these people really are the worst drivers I've ever seen. This shit is crazy. <laughs> now, now you know why I don't drive and I don't own a car. Bro, I, I was driving today on my way home here and I hate how people be like, 
driving so slow in the middle lane and the left lane. I'm like, no, the middle lane is for being fast and to switch lane. The left lane is for speed. The right lane is for cruising. So if you want to chill, go to the right. And that shit was annoying me and I hate it. People don't fucking signal either. So it's like pissing no. me off. And they, they, when I'm they driving were literally, home, they would literally drive literally as if they were like me of fast and furious. Because they're like, oh, that remind me of what James said. Like totally, like so many accidents. I literally saw like almost three accidents happen in front of him. I'm like, yeah, are idiots. Yeah, a bunch of big idiots. It just was just, it was just getting me mad. I was like, I don't want to drive. Like, no. <laughs> Like it's like I just want to make it to Sam alive. I need to meet the homie. So it's like we, you know, so we we drove to Sam's place. Finally got to meet Sam. That was fucking dope. Um, wish we could hang out that day, but I got to see you the next day, which was great. Got to get dinner that day. Got your night. Yep. Got you. I met up with you guys at night. During that same night, we watched the My Hero concert. No, then that was Thursday. Uh, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, we met up Thursday. Yeah, yeah. We yes. met up Thursday, but then you had a, but then you had an exam, so you I was on, went back home. Yeah. And then me and James on Parkman van in Queens, and then we head. Uh, we took the train, the lovely, beautiful, clean MTA, right, uh, right, James. You know, surprisingly, <laughs> that first train that we took was pretty clean. It is because the seventh train. It is because the seventh train is known to be very clean, so it kind of works out. You know, it works out very in that way. But right after that, we just went straight to, yeah, to most of the trains. <laughs> in James really had a nice hotel, but being in the lower Manhattan, it's very snug. Very snug. Very small. But it doesn't matter. It's like, I was never there. <laughs> I was yeah, just like, just, sleep. that's just just sleep and shower. Yeah. That's really it. Yeah. And we also met Abe, even though he cannot be on a podcast because he's still on vacation. But man, like, to me, Abe, it was a treat. Yeah, it was great to meet Abe. It was great to meet all of you guys. It's just like, we've been friends for almost, well, exactly four years at this point right i think five uh well we have known each other since uh since the summer slash fall of that of five years but we had you on the first show tomorrow phase one um um, tomorrow a phase one we actually will be tomorrow wow again guys for five years almost five years and i finally got to meet them so that was really fucking dope uh, mm-hmm. Just chilling with Vash and Abe at the hotel. Then we walked around a bunch. Um, a bunch. We, got, we, we, uh, we went to see the Oculus building. Yeah, uh, we walked. We, we walked forty blocks because because um, <laughs> I gave them the option. I go like, "Hey, James, would you want to experience New York? You know, walking there." He's like, "Sure." I'm like, just saying, it's a unless long you want to drive into that that driver like, territory. And then we walked from Wall Street or the Wall Street Center all the way up to. 42nd Times Square. And we also were trying to meet our boys, Pat and Yin. But it was just miscommunication and they were doing their own thing. But we we're trying to see if we can merge. But it just didn't work out because it was his team landed late. They were hungry. So a lot of shit happened. But it was myself, James, and Abe. And we walked through the Oculus, 14th Street, Canal Street. Uh, 23rd Street, Washington Square Park, um, 34th Street. We went to use a bathroom at Crocs, so that was dope as well. We passed by Macy's. Vash tricked us <laughs> into How? going into a Crocs. <laughs> I said, hey, guys, can we pass by my old job? I need to use the bathroom real quick. You, you they were you... like, yeah, right. Huh, really? 
You want to use a bathroom now at Macy's that has probably like mad stores over there, like mad bathrooms over there. Like, well, the bathrooms are all the way upstairs in the seventh and third floor. If we could just literally go across the street. See, I would have done that instead of going into a Crocs because I swore I would never do it ever in my life. But I did for you. <laughs> hey, but work out like you get to see some nice Crocs. Yeah, maybe. no, right, Ray? What a bum. There were no <laughs> nice Crocs. Ray was good, bros. Steve was good. Was good. Steve was, was good, good, guys. Steve is like, finally. <laughs> yeah, we're here live. We're talking about NYC. And we just, uh, we walked New York to, experience, too. Yeah. We, Ray, I cannot wait to meet you in person, dude. Like, it was great well. to meet everyone else. Like, I cannot wait to meet you, dude. I, I cannot like wait to dropkick him, too. <laughs> I, I was feeling like, oh, my God. We, we, we should have met up much earlier. Because I felt like all this time, we would have been good friends. We, like, in person, too. We would have spend some time as well as well oh yeah i felt like damn five years we, some, a little a, a little bit more time a little bit wasted we could have just hang out try to yeah. meet up with something <laughs> but hey i mean like opportunity came where we could have we met up we can meet up for anime nyc as press and like we as all had fun yeah. oh that is true <laughs> we did go as press as too but hey we're still we're still talking about thursday i can cannot wait to talk about friday in the line and artist so uh can't wait to talk about that. But we went we, we went to 42nd and just to see Jim's reaction to see Times Square and everything because because the last time you came here, you said that you was eight years old, right? Yeah, something like that. Maybe. So, I don't even remember, bro. So just to see your... I was telling, I was telling the guys, I don't know what I have more fun, enjoying NYC again or just enjoying the experience of having james and abe throughout the whole time and just seeing this was their first con and just seeing how great of a time they had it just made it more enjoyable for me in my eyes in my well, perspective I'm, I'm sure you did because all those believe puns from macy oh, why would you bring that back up <laughs> i forgot and you no like me too me too the one that made the jokes of believe because we were walking by macy's and you know the Thanksgiving parade around that time, and also it's Christmas. So the other way, believe we were literally walking by there because we also went to eat. We also went to eat Korean barbecue, and right there on Thirty Second of Broadway, it is AKK Town, which is Korean town for those people that have passed by there or lives in New York or don't know. And the way believe there, you know, if you see me the way here, I make jokes. I'm the same way out there. So I can tell you my jokes. I, I, swear, I still some swear land, though. Some hit that ra- that reindeer literally did stick a middle figure at me. Right? <laughs> I was like, "Yo, is it is it flipping you off? <laughs> it's flipping you off." <laughs> so I don't think I have that picture either, James. Because I, I have it. it. Yes, I did. I, I, I have it. it. I have okay. it too. All right. So then, okay. So we so we definitely are missing pictures from each other because I definitely don't have that. One. I put but, it in the group chat always. Will do. But it was just so fun because I just pet. We passed by the Macy's thing. I just said, like, hey, guys, sometimes we got to believe that we're not going to be so tired. Like, I just had, like, whatever I'm conversation we were. I'm trying to take in the sights. I'm taking in New York. And then Vash just interrupts my scenery. as he's like, you know what, guys? Sometimes you just have to believe. And then I look up and I see the sign. I'm like, god damn it, Vash. And then he does it the next two nights in a row. I'm like, stop, please. Because we and- just kept passing by for the train. And the next time. And the next time. And it just works. But it's just not straight funny, but like funny, corny, but like, uh, he's adorable. But the joke isn't that good. But it's just laugh funny. 
which yeah, is why it works. Only it Vash could make that joke, and only he can make it work. I mean, what threw me off in the sights was the animatronic T-Rex that we was like, I, I knew I, I did not smoke nor anything. Like, guys, am I seeing something? I know I'm not high, but do you guys see a T-Rex? <laughs> Yo, that's so random. Like, that was trip in a hotel. So random. <laughs> like, like it was in a hotel. Like, and this hotel is it's not even sponsored by Universal or something. Like, this hotel in the middle of the street, like just randomly, no AF, not not publicly on a big Times Square or something. It was just literally between, I think, 8th and 9th Ave, I think on 36th Street or something. There's a whole T-Rex in the lobby of a hotel. And me and James were walking. And, I, know, I know you guys were offering just be like, you, you, were, you guys were guys, offering me the vape not, and everything. I was like, hey guys, I know I'm not high. I haven't touched any edibles or anything, but you guys see a T-Rex? <laughs> Me, it James, was so random. we're like... just walking by a hotel and there is just this animatronic T-Rex in like the lobby. It's like, okay, cool. But it was just so random. Like, what are you doing here? Like, just here. It just felt so random. But overall, that Thursday night was a lot of fun. I gotta say, I had a great time. And that Friday, the first day of NYNFC, we met up in the morning because um, NYNC did not open until 1. We met up around Schedule. 11, was it, I believe? Yeah. We met up around 11. We got breakfast around a, um, around NYC. I remember the first I I remember the first thing that Abe said was like, yo, we're pressed, right? We're not going to make those long-ass lines because I see on the timeline, people have been waiting already for two, three hours. I told Ava, like, yo, yo, no words. We press, we skip lines, we got our own private line, we're good. Now, James, where do you want to express what happened the first thing we got there? Because I feel like if I oh express it, God. I'm just getting more annoyed about it. So I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be very nice. <clears throat> so <laughs> so okay, so we, we got there and it, it was great, right? Because we we cut through the line. The line was absolutely ridiculous. Some of those people were in line for like three to four hours when we were already inside for panels already. So we we get in and we go through this door and we're talking to this very, very nice lady <laughs> who just gave us like just the worst time just trying to help us out, right? Because we didn't get the passes emailed us, emailed to us. So we had the email and she just would not look at the email and believe that we were actually there for press. So she actually calls security just to just to, I guess, get ready to kick us out. I'm like, he's literally on the phone with Sam right now trying to find everything that you need so that we can be good to go. Relax. Mm -hmm. Like, we're not trying to sneak into the event. Just because we're minorities, we're not trying to break into the fucking event. It's okay. Give us two seconds. We're trying to find the email. And then we find it. Not even a minute after the security guard showed up. We found it, and she was like, all right, you know, go up, uh, take this, go up to the room, get your passes, be on your way. There was just no reason for her to have this much of a fucking attitude. It's like, why are, why are you there then? You're supposed to be helping us. Fucking help us. Just wait. We're trying to find the email. Two seconds. Girl made it so complicated because she kept saying, oh, you need the crew type of email. I'm like, no, we're pressed. We're not crew. She said, oh, it's the same email. I'm like, no. I have friends that have press on um, press passes. They have yeah. a different badge. She's like, no, it's the same. I'm oh, like, God. Sam, like, I'm 
And then me should be annoyed. Yeah, I was like, like, yo, I Sam, got, help yeah, me out I here. I got you. Yeah, I got and you. I like, like, literally forward bro, you the email. I don't email. know what type of email she's asking for either. I'm like, like, I got you. Like, I forward you the email. Like, apparently a screenshot wasn't going to work in the first place. I was fine with that. I, I knew where the email was. Automatically forward to you so you could just show her. She still would not do it. Even though that's the only email we got. The proof, legitimate, and has a barcode and everything. And yet, like, this lady just really didn't want you guys in at this time this is yeah she was just she was just really really rude i'm not gonna go into it any further because there's so many other amazing things that happened at the event oh yeah but it did start off kind of shitty with this lady i will say that but cutting the line that people waited four hours to get into was awesome uh going on to the main floor the first time i'm ever in like a convention hall of any kind yes you know so that was really really dope um what was the first thing that we did for that Friday? RDC? Was... We did the RDC World panel. Yes, that um, was amazing. And we, and we and we also cut the line for that as well, uh, because I actually know RDC World personally. Um, Gosh, I, has the connects. I don't think I've said this publicly, but um, I know RDC World person because they were here at a J Cool and Boss video because they have already said it publicly, and also now I could say as well. So um, I've known them for a while. So when I told them I'd be here and they asked me like, hey, can you also shoot some B-roll for us and everything? Like, yeah, sure, no problem. So we also cut the line for them and I and I just did some and also just did some beyond footage for them and everything. So it was no biggie. And um James and Abe got to meet Mark, John, and the whole crew of RDC Word and everything. So it was a great pleasure to help to help James and Abe do that. And I just chill around, just took some B-roll, took some pictures. So it was and a we great were front for row for that panel too. That was yeah, from row two. So we were the first was... people in, first ones in there. Well, we got to learn about uh their dark lights manga series and anime series. That's gonna be fucking lit. Like, be on the lookout for that. I'm really excited for um dark lights. Yeah, um, I have a couple pictures that I need to send it to them because I cannot find my card reader. So I need to send them some pictures and everything. But I'm really excited for the projects and their and their collab with. HBO Max and everything for what they're doing with and who's their producers Working and with what Issa they're... Ray, um Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Like so, that was great to hear, dude. They're doing really good things. And they're such humble people. Um, a few people in the fans, questionable, but that's that's just but there's always a rotten apple. There's always gonna be a rotten apple, no matter where you what are. What did you guys do with your nine to five jobs? <laughs> Yeah, there's always the loud asshole in the back, and there's always, like, the super shy people that can't get their questions out. And it's like, I get it, you know? Like, you're in front of, like, people that you idolize. Believe me, we'll talk about that once we get to Saturday and Sunday. Oh but my you're God, in front you of people that you, that you idolize, and it's like, I'm freaking the fuck out right now. Like, it's such a honor to meet you guys. So, yeah, it was great to meet RDC World. The panel was fucking dope. Um, What else was that Friday? What did we do after RDC? I think you guys went to the Attack on Titan thing, right? That's right. That was Friday. That's Friday. Uh, we also the went exhibit. to see Bryce and Jack, I think it is. The... Um, Jason? Jason, what right? His name? Jason something. I can't remember. I, f- I feel terrible forgetting he... his name. But so... he's the voice actor for uh for Zeke. Zeke. I'll check what you guys talk about it. Yeah. yeah but uh, the, the panel was great, man. Yes. Uh, in the exhibit, uh, I, didn't, I, I didn't get a chance to go in to check it out. But it looked really cool with a lot of the manga panels and like literally portraits of Aaron. Yes. That, that whole name is Jason, Jason Lee Breach, 
I think I pronounced right, his last right. name right. But that was a great experience because um the I asked jump, you guys. The, I'm sorry, the uh, the jump magazine that issued that last copy, correct? First and correct. last, if I'm correct. Yeah. Yeah, because um um because I asked um James and Abe, like, hey guys, what do you guys want to do Friday? You know, first at least no to plan our um to plan our days out because and when I see they didn't do event last week because of because of the pandemic, so they kind of try to go all out because of the event that happened that happened that Friday night. So I can't really talk about that because that event Friday night was godly, a concert that I will never forget. Um, but it was something that just to see each panel that we got to choose and actually enjoy it was awesome. We also before we went to the price, we actually got to meet Pat and Yen actually. Now that I recall. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So got to go to Artist Alley, which was really, really fucking cool. Like getting to see people show their art and like their mangas and all of that different stuff. So that was really, really cool. So yeah, got to meet Pat and Yin. Uh, we got some posters. We got some pins from them. That was really dope. Um, Really cool guys, man. Like I was really, really surprised because, you know, sometimes like you, you have friends online, but then you meet in person and it's a little different. It, like it, it all felt great like nothing was different exactly who these guys are here they're the same thing in person so it was great talking to those guys and they were doing really well like a lot of people were very interested yes in God they were Punch. you got to see a lot of people pass by like what is this so it was great to watch them too. talk to other people too like such a, a great of, experience a lot of people in great cosplays as well like great a lot cosplays more, a lot more than uh new york comic-con did for sure and like i was really happy with that where People were on cosplay. They were even walking to the convention, like fully already dressed up and everything. A lot of good, good uh, a lot of good uh, creative design. We also we seen um, Witcher's cosplay. Oh, which yeah. was a really dope one. Yeah, that um, was a good one. And the yes, mercenary cosplay might have been my favorite, man. Right. Oh that yeah, that was a dope the realistic, one. The, the real wig, the feathers, and yeah, everything. the animatronic wings. Like it was so dope. And yes, mercenary. Um, that was a exclusive. And when I see uh, drawing from Yin, um, that is from his um, God Punch and Slash Titans um, from Titans. Studio Play Mal. Titans. So from Studio Mal, because um, they forgot the uh, O. So it's technically Studio Ma. <laughs> wow. I felt so bad for them. Be like, yeah, how do you forget the O? It's just, just it's a Studio Ma, which, but still, they wasn't upset about it. They still kept pushing. And they still kept a positive vibe about it. And I agree with Jay, um, James. Like, meeting Pat, his energy, um, his persona, who are like, it was just the same. His comedy with Yen, very humble. But both of them are just hungry. And I'll tell you guys this. Uh, Pat and Yen will be coming back to the show. They have a couple of announcements that they want to give to the show ex exclusively and everything. They cannot say too much either because... They told us the more exclusive, exclusive things. Oh, and it's, it's mainly because I bribed them with, I, I bribed Pat with cookies. So <laughs> that could be the it case. Was, it was delicious it. cookies. It is oh, worth yeah. it. <laughs> and being high too, even better. Just saying, whew, that was dumb, delicious. But what the cooking, guys, over there in Studio Maho and everything, just keep on the lookout. Do not sleep under those stairs over there, all those webtoons, because you will be seeing a lot of them. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, they put in a lot of work and it's it's paying off. So it's paying I'm very off. Very excited, very happy for them. 
and it's good to make connections because one thing I'm happy about knowing of how to be that I still have the skill in cons, Sam Kavash for this, that I know how to maneuver around people and get stuff because um we didn't reserve tickets for a couple of stuff in this con, which I told you for uh we didn't know or we didn't realize about it. And there was and I hear a concert as well that night that I told James, like, hey, wanna check this out? Just like, oh, this sounds interesting. Let's go. I was like, happy. Before I asked him, I tried to get the tickets before. They said, like, this was right after the event that they was being complicated to let us in. So I just felt like I, I had like a strike. I'm like, damn, I'm not doing I'm not doing good with my mojo. So I was like, all right, hold up. Let me go back, try number two, and see what goes. I got those tickets for the My Hero concert and also got Sam's pass. I felt like, all right, cool. I'm cooking. I'm doing good. I got the tickets. I got photos and everything. And I got to say, that concert was amazing. Dude, I, I, what I, day was that concert? Friday. That Friday night. Friday night. Was that Friday night too? God, yeah, it was, from, Sam, it was from 8 Sam came p.m. to 10 p.m. Yeah, right. I was able to meet oh up with like, yo, okay, I'm done. I'm coming. I'm on my way. <laughs> so that live concert was like one of the best experiences of my life i legitimately almost cried like a shit ton of times like i agree i love the score from my hero i love the music i listen to some of that music every day uh the all might theme is my alarm clock so i listen to that every morning so it's like it's like um getting to meet the the composer getting to take a picture with him yeah it's 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 insane dude like it was a crazy day he has such a lovely vibe as well. Like, like he came and he was just saying hi to people. At the last song, it was an encore and he played with us. Like he put the headphones in, he got on the piano. Nobody knew he was going to play a live concert with us. Everybody was like, what? And like- Two encores. Yeah, right? Yeah, two encores. Yeah, it was two. It's like, and yeah, just I'm a- just watching Yuki Hayashi play the keys with the orchestra and the rest of the band. No big deal. <laughs> this isn't like one of the greatest moments of my life. No big deal. And, and plus the dub voice actors of Hawks, aka Zeno, and plus the voice actor of Miracle, what's her name? A something? Adriana? Something like that? I can't remember. I'm terrible with <sighs> names, bro. I'm so bad right now. Though. I'm really bad with names. But too. the voice of Miracle, the dub, I'm sorry that I just put your name, but I'll check in a bit. But they also came up and gave the love to the series of My Hero, and I love that very much. It, it was so beautiful. They was very publicly of how they said, like, hey, we have Yuki here, and they just expressed the love for the fandom and for the series. And just to hear all of season one through five, and he also gave his little flashback of how when he wrote the movie of a scene of My Hero 2 that he thought Las Vegas was New York. And he wrote the title of that song, New York, but it's because he just got a blueprint and he saw the whole Statue of Liberty, but he didn't know that they also have a little smaller version of it over there in Las Vegas. So he just gave those little jokes and puns about it, which I find very beautiful, like just to give that feel free of you just being your first time in New York and plus MMRC actually put the money to bring him here. And he said that he didn't expect all this love from the people 
Emperor of the Phantom, so I found that very beautiful too. Yeah, it was it was amazing. I was losing my shit. James yeah, throughout the whole time, guys. Like boy was literally like this, like yes, just, just go. Yeah, man. Just I the was... louder. Yes. And just watching, just like this is fucking amazing. And like I'm me a, with I'm James music, and Sam. I'm a music major, dude. Same. So it's like getting to see the orchestra live. I am watching Yuki fucking Hayashi live, bro. He's right in front of me. Like it was so fucking cool. And then he, took he a stayed selfie too. longer. A- yeah, he stayed yeah. longer after the the concert to take pictures with everyone. Like. It was just great, yeah. man. <laughs> everyone, everyone was trying to get kicked out from the main stage, but he's like, no, no, no. I'll take pictures with people, no worries. I was like, most people nice want to go home people. and everything, but he said, hey, no problem, take pictures with everyone else and everything like that. And I found that so beautiful um, because as well as James, I also want to see uh, the composer, the composer of Star Wars, I'm drawing blank. John Williams. Uh, John Williams, thank you. I, I also want to see him live as well. So to actually probably won't happen. <laughs> He's I know. really, really old now. And yeah, that I last think... one might have been his last, but hopefully yeah, one his, day. His last concert was back in 2018, 2019. So that might be his last one. But just to see a anime composer just to bring it here and actually have a full on audience, I found it beautiful. It was just a great experience overall. And just to see it. The pure music, the pure type of magic. It was fucking awesome. Like, I literally have no words for that event. Like, I just asked James out of nowhere. They also had their own spin to it. They actually had their own saxophone man, their trombone guy. Yeah. I think they they, they dubstep Shigaraki's uh, villain design. That was sick. I need to find that. I need to find that. (laughs) I was like, dude, where can I find that? I need to get that. It was so dope. I love the villain theme so much. When they played it, I almost jumped out of my chair. I'm telling you, it was I so was... sick. And plus, the drummer was dope as hell. Like she was really cool. She was really good. Girls just Everyone vibing was it. Was great. Really like girls just vibing it. Like it was just amazing. Uh, the Bryce thing was also that Friday, right? Because I know Bryce won well, happened much earlier. And with Attack Jason, yeah, and that the was Attack dope. Titan panel, yeah. Uh, the most funniest thing is that both of them ch- ch- trying to play baseball. That was the most funniest thing. Yeah, it was hilarious watching them like play catch. Like that was fucking crazy. On stage. But, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, so that was what the the MC, you know, tr- trying to you know lighten the mood and whatnot. So he would ask one person a question, and then you would answer it, toss the ball to the other person, and then they would have to answer a question. Um, one of the things that I thought that was really interesting about that panel was. Like, they don't read the manga because they don't want to get spoiled, right? So it's really mm-hmm. cool for them to go through the process, read the script, and go through those emotions raw, you know, without reading the manga, without being influenced by anything. So that's something that I think I, I respect. But as fans of Attack on Titan, I personally could not wait. <laughs> I would want to read it. But I get the artistry behind it. And it was just great to listen to them talk about it. Listening to Bryce talk about the fact that he had to change up his voice uh, just switch up his approach to Aaron in general because this is a completely different version of Aaron than we've ever seen from the last three seasons. So that was cool to talk about. Uh, Jason didn't even know that Zeke was like the Beast Titan, like when he signed on immediately. So he talked about his journey, learning this character, and like 
learning like the brotherhood between like so Zeke much and Aaron depth into and, this. Yeah. yeah, dude. Like it was really dope. It's really cool to watch these guys talk about this stuff. And like to know like the release is also next month for season four, part two, January 9th, that Sunday. Literally yeah. next month. That's right. Oh my god. It's, it's, oh shit. It's coming yeah. really close. And there's no trailer. I don't believe there was like a maybe like one or two, but like Lord Aaron does not require a trailer. <laughs> it's learning in six weeks. Wow. Yeah, man. I'm very excited. Because part two is going to be absolutely insane. Like just oh, insane. It's gonna be wild and I can't wait for it. It's gonna be interesting because they are I love what you said because they're also excited for it to see the next turn events because they also show clips of the dub and they also show of how when they saw themselves voicing the character, they're like, oh my God, I remember that. And plus when the host was asking both of them, like, how did they feel about this scene? How do you feel about this emotion? It was just great overall just to see each other reaction and their excitement. And them trying to understand their own character in the head and very psychological understand it because they're both very complex of they're both having their own father do this and everything like that. So it really makes sense of how they both enjoys the character, but also tries to understand it, but also fan, a fan of the series. It's not even the end of it. <laughs> yeah. That's not even the end of it. Yeah, man. That, that panel was really dope. Again, like front row for the panel with Bryce and Jason. That was that was really, really insane. Yeah. No um, lines, just walked up to the front. That's the one thing I hate about conventions is that, no, with Anime NYC over the years, they get miscommunication of what press could go to and cut to go to. Because in in a couple main stages events, we was told that we can we go we have to go to the regular line. But then when I asked again to two other people, oh, no, no, you have your own line and your press. I'm like, but the, the, yeah, <sighs> this is why you never just listen to the first person. It's like, mm, no, we're going to add someone else. <laughs> That's why I always like to ask two, three times to make sure that the same information that one person said is the same. Because if it's not, that means something is not misheard or mistold by somebody else. So it's just great. But then Tuesday, I mean, well, Tuesday, I mean, Saturday. Now we were all four together and it was just awesome because we all went to the con as a group yes sam brought us cookies sam brought us cookies um he brought 12 12 cookies for pat and then one for each of us you know how how chopped liver we felt we're like damn one cookie ain't enough for us you know nicely to Uh, enjoy as fat as sir well it was Uh, for the whole crew right you forgot and then you forgot the next following day i also got more cookies sir we're on saturday not sunday you know don't jump the days ahead. Sir, don't make me seem like an asshole that didn't want to supply more cookies to the I, group. I was going to bring it back. I did wake up early. I, I did wake up early back. just to go there, just to pick more up. Two days. Just get more for us. Thank you for doing that, Sam. Thank you. You, you are yeah. welcome. You, you are welcome. Give you more of, uh, let you, like, the foods in New York, different places. A lot to experience, for sure. Like, there's a lot of um, options. It's a yeah, little what? time. What panels did we go to Saturday? I was trying to remember just now. I'm like, wait, what did we do? Dragon Ball panel was Saturday. Right? Yeah, but I think that was in the afternoon. Yeah. Dark we Horse were supposed was to go... Saturday. 
Yeah, so that was the first thing. So the so the first thing we were going to try to go to was the Demon Slayer um, panel. We were going to do that one. But the, that was booked. We couldn't like, get in, yeah. It was so packed we went already. to the Dark Horse manga panel, and that was actually great. I'm actually glad that we went to that instead of the Demon Slayer thing. That was great to see like all of the different writers and different creators under Dark Horse manga just learning some things that I didn't know before at all about Dark Horse manga. So that was really, really cool. Um, yeah, I won a prize. Uh, yeah, I won a Sam won. What, what did you win again? <laughs> um, it was like an art book. Like they had option to choose. I chose the one with the uh, Fire Emblem. Yeah. yeah. Um, as long because... as one of us won, it was like, all right, cool. <laughs> we, we were we were actually complaining to Vash. Like, yo, bro, where's your ticket? You lost your <laughs> ticket already? What would happen if you're the ticket that yo, won? <laughs> Vash got his raffle ticket and lost it immediately. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. I literally... <laughs> Literally, the person was walking around. For example, Vigo's number like one, two, three, four. So like I was number one, James was number two, and then A was number three, and then Sam was number four. So I lost mine for some reason. Like once I got it, like a whole minute later, I was like, "Damn, where the fuck is that raffle?" And then somehow I I found it later. And then when we went inside, and when they say you know when they were saying the numbers, when they said a number, me and A were like, "Wait, it's not ours." So if it's ours, then it has to be um, James or Sam. And the same guy's like, oh, shit, at least well, me. one of us, <laughs> like, at least one of us out of the four won. We can't get mad. Like, at least one of us, at least was lucky enough. Yeah, Steve, it is definitely, it was definitely a vast thing to do, for sure. <laughs> I literally don't know how. <coughs> it's like, we, uh, we just got the tickets. How? <laughs> how? <laughs> And now to know, like, Dark Horse Comics, uh, the creator of Sin City, Hellboy, Umbrella Academy has hired a bank to explore possible sales options. Yeah. That's actually a big news. Like, whoa. That's pretty curious to know. Like, does that mean that he's trying to sell the rights or trying to sell to make something like to, like to make a movie or something? Or what does that mean? I mean, they might be selling just to get more capital. You know, give, giving it to like a bigger organization, they can put more money into it potentially. Like, I don't know for sure. Okay. Hmm. I mean, Umbrella Academy, Netflix uh, picked up to pick up license to make a series of it, right? But and, yeah, they have the TV license. Um, I don't think that they have the comic license, but it depends. I don't know which license yeah, they I, have. I doubt they do. I, I think it's just like the like TV rights. Yes, it's very different. But we did the Dark Horse comic, and then um, the Dragon Ball wasn't until like two or three o'clock. So we had time. And so then we went to the artist alley and to the show floor. And that's when Sam also met Pat again. And that right, was yes. great. Um, so like Pat was mad excited. When he got the cookies, guys, I literally told Pat was like, no, 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 no. I ain't sharing this to my team. Oh, this is mine. I'm gonna be a fattest. It, I'm gonna I'm gonna be cold as hell. People it, gotta it was, fight me for these cookies. It became like, his precious. Like literally, <laughs> like oh no, I'm like I'm not, sh- not not sharing the team. This is more mine. I mean, he said, uh, this is mine. I mean, he was looking forward to it. I saw his posts um, that he was he was uh, eyeing on to that specific bakery, and I know that bakery for that cookies, and it is very good. Plus he had plus the previous night he had White Castles and that was like the worst night of his life. That, that probably was. Why do you really choose White Castle? Night. Like literally, of all places, like at least choose Wendy's or McDonald's. Like why the fuck I mean, do you choose White Castle? 
people are told that it's good high food. You know, it's it's good drunk food. But it's it's you know it's no, it's not. It's, it's the not. worst. You gotta get high enough, like Harold Kumar type of high to actually enjoy White Castle. I mean, not even then. Not know? even then, it's, bro. It's, it's, it's not for me. Oh, same. Like. like like, until this day, until this day, I believe I've never tried White Castle in my life once. You're not missing much. You're oh, really I'm definitely not, and I'm and I I don't plan. I mean, to. it's it's very it's very bland. It is it's very bland. bland. It, but it's just it's just a uh, lot of bread, so it fills you up when you're drunk. <laughs> um, like imagine the bland burger, bland slider times dirty, and that's really it. It's just like they've dirty never slider heard of not. salt. I also made. I also met Kels, uh, Yim's girlfriend. Yeah, it was yes. great to meet her. Yeah, she's so sweet, and she's actually taller than expected. I was like, oh, um, like she's also like she's also I think Sam's height almost. I was like, oh, sh- you're taller than expected. So like that's that was that was really dope. Yeah, she wasn't really short. People were calling her short. Yeah, people were calling her short on the timeline. I'm like. Why do people have short. this? Why do people have this misconception that she's actually short? Because girl was like taller. She was. She's. She's. She's not six five, but like she's not short. Yeah, good. Good. Did I try to lie that she's six five on the time? Like no. no. Like no. Nah, too far. Too far. That's way too far. Like, nobody's gonna believe you're six five. And also, girl has the sweetest voice in person. Like she's so sweet. I'm like, oh my god, you're so adorable. Like such a sweet voice. That's so so nice of her. She's very sweet. And then. We saw the Chris Sabat versus, uh, well, versus, and Sean Schimmel panel. And that was just amazing. James was loving it. Abe, ha- Abe had again. a great time. Abe had a great time because Abe and, Abe and me and Sam are not like really big Dragon Ball fans, but we know them. We know of them. We know the series. I had a great time being in front of them. Um, I think this is like the third or fourth time I've seen them, but to actually be with, James and everyone watching the panel, I felt like it was more enjoyable and actually being and actually being front screen. I mean, front row was hella dope. Yeah, if you want to see the full panel, it's on uh, the Careful for Spoilers YouTube channel. Check that out too. That is true. It was them, there. Them doing the voices too, and like the people who ask questions are doing some voiceovers too. That that person who did uh, who did Vegeta was actually pretty good. Yeah, that was he a was good, actually like, good. He was, was a good, like, good. mid-90s Vegeta voice. Yeah, it was just very awkward that you just asked the host, like, hey, can you be Nappa? And I'm like, how do you just throw her under the bus and turn to know, like, know what lines to say and, and sound like Nappa? Like, that's just, like, like at least give her a paper and, like, here, say this, and that could just bounce with you. But I just felt like you just threw her under the bus. I mean, he he was a fan. He was just excited, you know. He was trying to get some dialogue going. Like it, it was really cool. Like it wasn't bad. Like Chris Sabat was a good sport, well, a good sport. So that was really really cool. Uh, he did the voice with the guy, so that was that was really cool. Uh, Sean oh, Schimmel did um uh, a line of dialogue in the Goku voice, like that was sick. The, the conspiracy of Yamcha. Yep, exactly. I'll talk about. I'll bring the up uh, the bad man. The way. I think I think Chris brought up about three or five theories of what he had about Vegeta, about, about Chatsu, and about Yamcha and everything, and about Tien. 
Yeah, he was, was like, just... you know what? I don't even think Chaozu's real. <laughs> I think Tien just sees him and no one else does. <laughs> and everybody's like, like oh, yeah, okay, cool. Theory. You do your thing, man. <laughs> and, just... and man also disrespected Yang Chen. Yo, he lives in a hotel, talking cat, where he, he's probably the only person that hears the talking cat in his apartment. It's only a table and one chair. I was like, oh, God, that is pretty sad. <laughs> and and then for him to speak about Batman, like, just the way he loves his character that he's been doing for so many years. But it's just, it's just a comedy between Sean Shemo and Chris. It's just very genuine. And I just love the characters. It, it's a fun panel. Like, it was very genuine. And I had a great time with it. I think afterwards, we went to get uh, halal food. Because we had like some time to kill. Was it that night? Yeah, this Saturday it, it night. It had yeah. to be. Yeah, it had to be. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. So, was yeah. It? So, Vash took us to get some halal food, which was like right around the corner that turned into like a 45 minute walk, Sam. It was about 45 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. All I know is like, it was cold. not 45 minutes. It was a very cold, cold day, no, night. Really? Yeah, I mean, it, it it was fine, but it was like forty five minutes. But the food was worth it, though. The food was really, really good. It was worth it. Uh, we sat, we ate, just talked, shot the shit, and then we caught the train back. And then what did what was the last thing we did that night? What? Why did we go back? There was something else that night, right? Was, oh, the one piece, one piece, one one piece, one thousand episode, one piece, one thousand. Yes, let's right. talk about that. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. The so, one I just remember that. Which, by the way, I'm glad NYC put their um put their news or the report. I think a couple of days ago, and I'm glad they announced that the One Piece 1000 did did not go as planned as they hoped. Understatement just... of the century. So yes. okay, from all from what I've read, they didn't have they didn't do the whole wristbands and ticket thing until like they saw how overwhelming so many people were online. They wanted to be in that panel. They, they, uh, they was their projection of two things went off, and I'm glad they announced it. It was, it was the lines for Friday because their excuse was well, their excuse, like it's a good, understandable excuse. It's because they said that they tried to imagine the lines from the previous years, but they had to think about it. Like, yo, don't forget, a it's COVID where people need to get the wristbands. Two is that you have more people. Than the previous years, this year, you had, especially you, when like, you have an additional eight thousand people. So it's, it's like also it's one harder. piece one thousand, bitch. That like, too. How could you not be so prepared for them to for them to have this for the closer rooms, and they were not prepared at all. Like they were not prepared at all. I was like, yeah, but like they did organized. improvise. They improvise pretty well, in my opinion. They have to open up two more rooms. So yeah, even more people. It's but ridiculous. Like this is one piece one thousand. Like why didn't you put I this in so a stage off. or something? But like they they made it work, and also they promoted for people to get a coin that says you know the one piece one thousand everything. Two rooms did not get a coin. Only only the first original two rooms, which makes sense because they understaffed. Were thinking that almost fucking almost a thousand or more people went to these rooms. Like, it's the one piece that's been going for 20 years. Like, yeah, I didn't think that so many people, excuse me, so many people was going to come and watch this. Like, it makes no sense. 
But either way, but we 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 sat down, we watched it. It was really fun. Like I was only ten episodes into one one piece at that point. And, and then, then James watched episode, episode nine hundred ninety eight. I'm like, I have no idea who like half of these fucking people are, but this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, James, <laughs> you know? like tell I me, how did you enjoy the I whole saw? event? Like the whole three episodes, the song, how did you enjoy? So, I mean, for me, this was like going to the theater, right? Like, you go to the theater for the big screen experience, but also to watch it with other people, right? So, yeah. getting getting to watch it with other, like, anime heads, especially, like, One Piece fans, it was sick. Watching all, like, the, the homages and, like, the the um, the um quick cut scenes of, like, like, some of their past events from each of the characters, um, them playing, like, the original intro, the original outro, I think. Yeah, we are. Can correct oh, me if, yeah, I, if, yeah, I, if I'm wrong. we are. So it's like it was great to watch everyone sing along and like be happy and like be so hype about everything that's happening. It's like I have no idea what's going on, but this is fucking dope. You know what I mean? So instantly, like I'm already like fifty plus episodes into One Piece. Ooh. I'm loving it. I'm gonna continue watching it. I'll probably be caught up by with One Piece before Vash even gets to episode twenty of Hunter Hunter. But you know, we'll see. You, you, you're being Ooh, generous right now. You're being generous. <laughs> yeah. Now you're being generous. You're being super generous because you you think you'll be cut to generous. One Piece before episode twenty of Hunter X Hunter. Like it's already I, been two years, bro. At least say episode fifty or eighty. It's already been Hunter. two years. But saying cut up to One Piece, like nah, like nah. Obviously, I'm exaggerating. I know you're away. Right? Like at least say episode fifty or eighty or hundred at least. Well, I'm already past fifty. No, I'm saying for me, like for me. Oh, okay, so. Mm, by the time you get to 100, I should be at least 500 episodes in. I think that's fair. That's fair. That's at fair. least that's 500 fair. episodes in. That's totally fair. But it like for me, I haven't rewound, um, I haven't seen the um One Piece anime since like 895 or 905 around there. And but I know what's going on on Wano because you know Twitter the timeline lo- loves to talk their shit. And I have other One Piece content creators. Like Roger, like Sensei, JD Legend, a couple of people. So I see the content and put the thumbnails on my timeline. So to see what's going on there, and I know what's going on with Wano, but to see episode 998 and 999 and a thousand with Sam and Abe also reads reads the series, watches it. Abe was fucking losing it, bro. That was so yo, having Abe next to my <laughs> yo, having Abe on my left and then having Sam that as a chill. But me paying attention to James in the corner, just to see them, it was just amazing. Like, A was my hate man to make myself my hate man more. Like, Even I was enjoying we the writing mask. We were all smiling and yes. yelling. We were hella ecstatic. Like, I was enjoying, like, yo, fucking let's go, Luffy. It was like, let's fucking go, Luffy. I was like, it's just more with it. And then James was like, okay, this is cool. This is cool. Oh, shit. Like, James was just interested. But he didn't know what the hell was going on. But he was just very fascinated with with what was going on, and I was just having a great time because I haven't seen seen the series in almost a good hundred episodes. But I know yeah, what's going same. on since I read the last. I haven't read the last 30, 40 chapters. But knowing, I know that they were going to Onagashima, so and I know they're gonna meet Kaido and everything up there. So and to see that big walk with 
Jim Bain, other people meeting up and them saying we're gonna go to the rooftop and everything. Like that was some awesome scene. And what James brought up, like seeing the flashback of each character, and each character had the color scheme: orange for Nami, purple for Robin, Zoro for Green, Usopp. I forgot what color he had. Um, like each character had their own color scheme, and then at the end saying, "I'm gonna be king of the pirates." Like me, that just that just gave me goosebumps. Like that was fucking hella dope. Like that was I a will great say, like. That end shot of all of them standing together against all of the villains, I'm like, all right, now it's time for me to binge One Piece. <laughs> I was like, I'm in. Let's fucking go, bro. I've, I've honestly been loving it. I, I knew I would. There's never a moment where I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I'll like One Piece. I knew I would get around to it eventually, and, and now I'm here. So I, I'm not stopping until I'm, I'm done. Um, the, animation, the animation gets better, I think, maybe after 500. Yeah, I'm already, no, I'm no, already uh... over it. The animation gets better after Skypiea. Is yeah, after the I'm watching it on so I'm watching like it on something. Netflix right now in dub, and mm. it's like it is what it is, you know. Because I'm also watching Cowboy Bebop, so it's like it's the old style that I grew up on. So it's like it's fine, you know. I'll yeah. deal with it because I'm just I'm loving it a lot. So, but it's great, honestly. As much as it is the old style, it's great to see One Piece because that's a series that you've seen the literally the animation evolve throughout those twenty years. Like, see from four twenty to 720, to 1080, to where it is now with the animation style change over the years. And with with each of the directors have changed their style. I just love that because of, of how much they put their time and attention towards that. Yeah, I did get a lot of spoilers for like some character deaths. I was like, okay, cool. I mean, spoilers don't really bug me, but it's just like, you know, I would have liked to avoid it, but it's like, cool, he's dead. Good to know. Oh, he's dead. Good to know. <laughs> like, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, because I don't know when it happens, you know. But it's just like, yeah. I mean, spoilers, but that's okay. They, yeah, they, they, they replayed, they replayed that a lot though. That the entire anime, they replayed that a lot. The, the, the scenes a lot. After said character, I'm not gonna say who, but after said character passed away, they like to through. They like to show that flashback more in the anime. In the manga, they, I, I, I they don't like do the flashbacks in the manga. The more often they do it, the more numb you become of it, unfortunately. Like it's they just do more... It every is, episode, almost. The time, like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm a little numb. I'm going to keep playing this over and over again. But we're still excited to see it overall. But it's just great. Like, I had that great experience with the guys with the One Piece 1000. It was a good time. And then, and then like, just seeing it with Abe and Earth and, like, I have my vacation on December 17th until 3rd. My focus is to catch up to Eden Zero and a couple of other set series. But Hunter. also, mm. um, Hunter x Hunter, I was going to say that. I say manga. I was speaking about manga. Eden Zero and a couple other series. And catching up on anime is two. One Piece and Hunter x Hunter. Those are my two main to watch during my break for work. So I am definitely will be streaming that. Um edit videos will not be edited by me. It's going to be edited by somebody else, which I'll be announcing that sometime next week and right like that. But oh, cool. I'm really excited for One Piece to continue my l- lovely binge of watching the anime and everything. But let's jump into Sunday and wrap the anime NYC. Because I know Sunday was a very m- experience for James because I feel like it's more about you that Sunday. Yeah, so, so, so the, the plan for Sunday was to wake up Go and get autographs, right? So Sam, bless his heart, <laughs> helped me find um, a Dragon Ball manga 
really to and, get off the line. Just and like, yeah, some <laughs> Dragon something. Ball pops, so I can get some shit signed. So thank you so much again, Sam, for that. Wow. Uh, wow. Ash waited in line for me. At, uh, for Sean Chamel, so that was dope. Thank you so much for that, Vash. Be- yeah, because I observe and start hold up. I see something going on with the lines, and I see the cutting off. So I, so I kind of migrated from the group, ran real quick, and in, in the line that I thought it was Chris Abbott first, but I, but then when I look in the front, it was Sean Chamel. But then I asked, "Hey, can I switch lines?" I said, "No." I'm like, "Ah, damn." Um, I hope James was fine with Sean Chamel to get the autograph first. But hey, I hope so. Yeah, so, I mean, we waited in that line for, like, shit, like, 90 minutes? I, um, I remember A you, little over 90 minutes, maybe? I know it was definitely more. less than an hour and a half, or right an hour and a half. It, it, it felt closer, like, it felt more like 90 minutes plus, like, closer to two hours, but... Because I know they, they had to cap the lines because they had another panel to do. Yeah. Both Chris Sabbath and Bryce. Luckily, we were still on oh, Sean Schemmel. So... Got this signed by Sean Schimmel. That was fucking dope. Such a humble guy. Oh, he he also uh, signed uh, Dragon Ball Super number 12 that has Goku and Vegeta on the cover. I was hoping plus, to get Chris Sabat to sign that manga, but I mean... That line was you know, longer. The, the line was way too long. So and I, plus I it was his birthday too. Yeah. Sean Schimmel's birthday, yeah. Sean Schimmel's birthday, yeah. I told him happy birthday. Him and his mom's birthday is the same yeah. day. And then... um. It was almost too late to get into the Bryce Pappenbrook uh, line, so they created an overflow line. So in total, I also waited for him like 90 plus minutes, and I was the second to last person to actually get to meet him and get something signed. Like, Bryce is my favorite voice and actor, picture. period. And yeah, a and a picture. He's my favorite voice actor, period. Like, period, right? So... It was an honor to meet him. Like I got a, a picture signed. Um, got to take a picture with him. Got to talk to him. Such a cool guy. Such a humble guy. And it was amazing. It was honestly like one of the best days of my life. Like it was incredible. Yeah, like with Sunday, the the only con for me for the annual see this event, which is very understandable, but the show floor was very lackluster. Um, like there was less boobs of like there was only control. There was there was no Funimation, no a- no anime plex like the like, past couple of years. So it was just control. Uh, uh I think this was not even there because this was there two years ago. So there was very lackluster on the show floor, but they put the money more in the concert. Um, and a couple other stuff, which makes total sense with the guests they had, RDC World, a couple of the people. So makes sense where they put the products and their sponsorship money on. But I hope in the next year we have more booths and um and more people on the show floor because I felt like that was missing a lot. I mean, next year will be their fifth anniversary too. So like, that's all. They're gonna have something more or something bigger for that plan for sure. I can't wait for us to go next year. Definitely dope. We we have to make it an annual thing. Like that's just like one of the times that we meet up and we hang out. Like next year, I'll I'll come longer so that we can have a little bit more time. Hell yeah, dope. Yeah, because I I honestly loved every minute of hanging out with you guys. Like yeah. it was it was fucking it was fun. Lit. 
guys, I gotta tell you, it was just so great to see James getting the sign of Bryce, the picture, and everything. He, he didn't was care so about excited. nothing else. He said, Dude, hey, I got to I, scout salute with Bryce Pappenbrook, bro. <laughs> it was yeah, the, he literally did the, whole the thing, greatest like, thing. Let's go. Your heart's on the wrong. On, that's not where your heart is, bro. Oh, no. <laughs> on uh, my end, People... it's correct. It's just that on the camera. Is your flip. camera flip? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, my camera's flipped. I like making fun of people like that because people were taking pictures of the, yes, they the were. Art Gallery. I'm like, your heart's not on the right side, bro. Wrong, wrong hand. <laughs> yeah, because I was staring. Um, uh, me and James saw two people taking a picture, and we literally saw them doing it at the wrong side. I was like, <laughs> "Ma'am, how are you a fan of Tantan, but you're doing it on the wrong side?" And they're like, "Uh, but you're not doing it." Steve, correctly. bro, please, if you can make it, please come next year. I would. Yes, also, Steve, I come, have to meet you in person, bro. And you're gonna be cooking for us as well next year. Yes, I, I will. Hey, I mean, we're, we're 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 in New York, though, like. You wanna like cook food? I have space. You wanna, like, I have space in my apartment. He can literally come here. Yeah, cook. I, I mean, I want to take advantage of Steve's skills. Like, yeah, <laughs> like we need to have a little taste test at least. I will buy the ingredients. Yeah, I will. I have the kitchen. I have the pants and everything. If you need something else, I'll find it. So definitely for sure. And man, I'll see for sure. Looking time. forward to do an annual thing for Ant Man. Let's see for sure. Hell yeah. Um. Should I mean, we why talk not? about? I mean, we'll always get in his press. So it's like, why not? Yeah, Let's that's very true. <laughs> yeah. Um. Honestly, they already have. An, they already have the next like con already happening this weekend. Anime Frontier in Texas. That's coming this. It's actually this weekend too. Oh which, yeah, yeah. That's that also, was. Uh, there was like their uh their sister brand kind of thing. This for anime. I see their spinoff. Desert spinoff brand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So they'll be in Texas. That's actually pretty dope and cool. Unfortunately, I can't take it. Um, just, uh, December is like the time for season holidays, and everybody's the most busiest. So that that should be understandable. Um, That's kind of hard the... to choose, Steve. Um, they're both good chefs. Um, Soma Steve or Sanji Steve? Uh, I, I personally want Soma Steve. I want Put Soma Steve too. I want that Soma out. Steve. <laughs> Because Sanji is Sanji is not perfected yet in in the series, so he still has a bit to go. I Soma, like old I, delicious flavors. That's definitely something someone would do. Give me that shit. But um, Sam was going to lead into it, so Sam, if you could lead into one news report came out today. So just recently, uh, a man from Minnesota who also went to Anime NYC convention. Uh, contracted COVID. Um, to uh, he t- got himself tested two days afterwards when he got back. Um, uh, unfortunately, it was the Omicron, uh, um, Omicron variant, and um, and it, it it's uh, would it be required or it's suggestive like to be tested every part every fifty thousand participants to. Uh, be tested, get checked um, to find the, um, you know, the, the, uh, the strand, the COVID, uh, anybody that has uh, this new variant strain of COVID-19, which, okay, in, in Anime NYC's defense, and people who are attending Anime NYC should already be vaccinated because that was actually one of the requirements. You actually have 
the first so dose. You have to, uh, to actually attend the event, you have to be vaccinated um, at least one dose or both doses. And to always be wearing a mask while you're inside, which, yeah, we, we, a lot of people kept that uh, requirement. Everybody knew the assignment and they followed through. And if you're outside, it's understandable. Like if you're not out, you're not indoors where like air is more trapped in. You're outdoor and you're a whole group of people. That's understandable. Where there's a chance you can't. Like even if you get vaccinated, you still can get COVID. Like let it, it's still possible to get COVID. That's yeah. Not, you can have it, both you are not shots immune and the booster and still get one of the variants. So it's, it's like, just you just have to take the extra precautions as well. Keep wearing your mask. Wash your fucking hands. Don't touch things. You know? And it's just a lot of people on the timeline I saw was blaming MNRC, but it's like people didn't understand that. So they were complaining. Main, what, are, I, what were they supposed to do? Mainly because like they were online that Friday. Like they, they took but them the thing out is to that get in. And people need to understand but... that it's not, it's not the convention's fault. They no, did the not. best they could and nobody's perfect. They're they have the amount of staff they thought they could hire to control the 50,000 people that attended that weekend. So if, if it wasn't enough, they learn from the stake, they do better next year. But you cannot blame a convention. I mean, they're just slowly getting back into it. There's nothing that they could have done, right? So they're doing the right things. There's like hand sanitizing stations all yep. throughout the convention center. Mass they as check well. every single person to make sure you have a wristband. Um, to make sure that you they check your vaccine card to make sure all of that shit's good. It they did everything that they could, but there's still tens of thousands of people in this one building. And again, even if you have the booster, you could still get one of the variants. Like that's the point. Like these things like evolve and change. So it's like there's really nothing else they could have done to improve on. You know what I mean? Like you can't social distance the lines inside of the convention hall. Like it's just not big enough. Like the Dragon Ball panel, how would you so social distance the two lines and then the press line? Like it was, it was. There's no way. It's not possible. And plus, from what I saw, a lot of people's like Sam, like Sam said, a lot of people was getting mad that they was waiting two, three hours on that Friday, and a lot of people said, "Oh, people, people was just grabbing the wristband. Like, all right, cool. If you saw them do a mistake, acknowledge it, point it out. Things could so get better. People could have improved." But don't get mad at them because you was getting mad at them yourselves because you couldn't get in. So if you don't want to properly get in, blame yourself, not them. You guys were being patient. That's honest truth. Like there's also people who said like, oh, like people inspected our uh, vaccination card or didn't ask for it, didn't look for it. I mean, you could still like you you were still required to show it to them, like should see them one way or another. And the wristband is just so that they don't have to keep constant. You, every time you go in and out of the convention center, they don't have to keep constantly have to show them and look for it. Like that's the whole point of the wristbands in the first place. Yep. So, and there's fifty thousand participants. You want, and of course it's it's, and it's going to be more staff to go line. They also have to look at the pass every single time, go in and out. Yes, I understand there are also like, they don't check. They have checked bags from what we saw. Some mm -hmm. may not have to, and uh, for us, uh, it's not like we would like carry anything that's like like a weapon or anything like that. Especially, it's like nothing, anything lethal. This is all just a convention. It's the first time we all meet up with each other since the pandemic. 
we all want to just come to have fun, meet up with each other, and like literally have a good time. Uh, can't say everything is like clean. Uh, 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 I would say a good majority is clean out of it. Of course, it's based on percep- uh, perception. And the bathrooms were pretty clean too. Like they had staff constantly cleaning the bathrooms. Like they did. They did a good job. I think they did a good job. But again, what are you gonna do when there's tens of thousands of people in an enclosed space and they're all next to each other? Like plus, it's hard to keep track of everyone coming in and out when you're only like five people at the door. When you gotta pay attention to everyone that who goes in, make sure they get the badge on and put the orange wristband. And for making sure if they don't have one to give you one to check it, that's very hard. So I understand that they tried their best. They're learning. They're learning from other conventions that do better or do worse. So they're doing the best they can. And I can give props for what they did. If one person got COVID, I, cool. One person. It sucks that one person did. But at least we didn't hear 100 people. 50 people. I mean, the, the, the big deal is that it, it's not just COVID, it's, it's the, the Omicron, Omicron variant. Yeah, the Omicron. Because the, the, the man in Minnesota from... is the, the second man, the second person who's contracted it. However, he only had a mild, uh, he said two to four days of mild um, uh, side effects of it. And that's yeah. it. He was fine. I mean, fine. luckily, I mean, that's the thing. He he was vaccinated. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the thing. That's he was the, that, fully vaxxed. Yes, even though, like, yeah, like, vaccination, it does not mean you'll be fully immune, but at least if you like, you will be, you still contract COVID, but it will not be as yeah, it'll, it'll hard limit effective. The, the symptoms. The lim- limit all the symptoms, and you still be okay. Like you won't. It's not as bad as a risk as last year, and. Yeah, that's really it. It's just no one, no one's really to blame. Conventions not to blame. You you kind of have to expect like there's a possible chance that's like a, f- a small percentage were going to would, would contract COVID. But as long as you were vaccinated, you would have been fine. You would have a minor uh, illness or anything like that in a few days compared to two weeks to be quarantined and everything. People cannot get mad at the con. Animal NYC did the best they could do. I felt like they did a good job, like James said. I felt safe. I felt a good time. And also, for people getting jumped on about it as well, it's been fucking two weeks. If you go to any concert or convention with that many people, you should check either way and get tested either way just to make sure you're good and going back home to your family, to your fiance, to your partner, or by yourself, or to work, you're going back safe. Me, luckily, I get tested for work three times a week. So I don't need to go anywhere because my job does it in a daily. And production is always fucking moving. So they always have to test and always have a mask requirement, always on set. So for me, it, for me, it wasn't a big deal because I just was going by the same drill. But for other, for other people, thousands and hundreds around the world that went to NYC, if you haven't gotten tested yet, please go. Please go check yourself because it's something that you should have done at least less than a week and a half ago. Because mm-hmm. NYC has been already two weeks later. We are, within the, we like, are, within the two, we are, four, two to four days, you should have, like, people would have gotten, like, tested just in case to test. Yep. So, but, like, go check even if you're not, even if you are vaxxed and you feel fine currently, uh, doesn't hurt to get tested. Just learn um, if you're good. Yeah, it uh, takes seconds. Just do it. Yeah. Um, but also, the, we did forget to mention, 
Uh, we did meet we did meet our boy Kendall. We did meet our boy Kenny um, at Anime NYC. He did interview all four of us, myself, Saturday. James, Sam, and A. We all did an interview with him. And for the first time ever in the five years of us knowing each other and doing the anime podcast for less than four or three years now, mm-hmm. we heard Sam do the intro for the first time live in person. And it was a fucking experience. I like I've hey, known hey. Sam for this long, but I never actually heard the anime podcast actual the intro in person. It was a vibe. It was I, it was fucking I mean, dope. Kendall did ask. It's like, hey, can you do that for me? Like real quick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, like it's funny, like me, James or Abe have never asked him in person, but with like but then when Kendall asked him, like, oh shit, sure, why not? Sam was like, it was just surreal that we were being interviewed. <laughs> by someone else it's like oh this is interesting yeah because usually we will interview other people now yeah, so so, so. I, I was honored by the experience so thank you for you know giving us that opportunity and brother kendall you still gotta send us the clip for both uh because we want to see the intro and we want to see the interview and if you do put it online somewhere i really want to retweet it or or if that's your personal use i also want to just see it for myself because that's that's dope so but Something it was an to experience. look forward to in the next time we all get together. Hopefully, all of us together, and then I'll do the entire line. By, uh, I'll do the entire crew's introduction. Um, <laughs> what was great is to not is to hear the intro, but without Sam's mic, without Sam's mic actually cutting <laughs> off. Like that but was the dope was, part. Without Zoom destroying Sam's amazing intro. Yes, so it's actually here in person. It's like, oh, this is great, and it's such a to to actually meet Kenny, who we have known from the group that James created it so many years ago, not anime, no life that we barely touched down, but to actually see that we have known somebody for a while and actually get to meet him and who's part of our work and who's a fan and, and friends of ours is really dope to see or and meet. It was dope as hell. Yo, I, I know that backlog life. I'm still working through mine myself. <laughs> oh, trust me. I am Definitely behind backlog. I feel you on that. Like I said in the beginning, I still need to send RDC World all the B-roll I did. And what's funny, <laughs> my dumbass was trying to find this card, and it was right next to my it was right next to my third monitor the whole time. I was like, shit, is that what you I'm telling you? You need to clean your desk too. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm, you. Like, I'm like, I've been looking for you for a week. Was you here the whole time? Dude, like, I was I had to do like a whole meeting day and I was trying to use your desk and it was just so dirty, bro. I was like, damn. So, so that's where you've been. But any last thoughts about Anime NYC? Any, any last moments or memory you want to share about how Anime NYC was? You know, first con experience overall. Like, did it exceed? Did it exceed your expectations? It did for me. It honestly did exceed my expectations. Like, cause I was like, yeah, this is gonna be fun for sure. I'm gonna get to meet like some of my best friends. I'm gonna have a good time. This will be dope. And then it's like we do the My Hero concert. We see the Attack on Titan panel, the Dragon Ball panel, even the, the Dark Horse panel, the My Hero concert, like taking pictures with Yuki Hayashi, uh, meeting Sean Chamel, Bryce Papenbroke, getting autographs, like getting them certified, like standing in line, getting like the con experience, like waiting to talk <laughs> to these people uh, the that I've been experience. listening to my whole life. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, it definitely exceeded my expectations. There were a lot of things that I didn't think I would be as excited as excited for, and I, I was blown away, honestly. So 
yeah, I can't wait to do it every year. I can't wait till I can hang out with you guys again, period. So, yeah. I agree with Sam. Oh, James, like, my last thoughts on MNRC, it was a, it was a thing planning since August, like, with James, we told him, hey, bro, want to come through as president, think you could come through. James said, you know, I think about it, I'll see if I could get the days off. Like, yeah, man, let's go, let's get it. And then, and then he got the ticket, and then my girl kept asking, hey, hey, baby, you're excited? Like, yeah, definitely. And then, the, and then the more of the weeks, the days got closer, it just happened, and then and then the whole weekend left, and I'm like, damn. It, yeah, it came in a I'm flash. Like, I'm like, like, I'm like, damn. James was just here two days ago. Damn, James was here last week. I miss James already. Yeah, now it's been like, two weeks. Bro. It's been two weeks, and like when and when James said, "I'm on the plane," I was like, "Yo, I got sad." When James said, "I'm on the plane," <laughs> got I'm like, I'm like, I'm like me in my head. I felt like in a movie. I felt like running to the airplane. Like, don't go. <laughs> Come back. We can be together a bit more. <laughs> Literally, like even though like the week after right. was Thanksgiving break, and then that one week passed. Dude, last week we were all together. We were all meeting up. Yeah, it's like oh, that week passed so quickly. No. Yep. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a super simple dude. Like just us sitting in Times Square by the red steps. That was fucking dope to me. Just chilling with my friends, taking it all in. I wish Sam was there. Wish Ray was there. Like it would have been like complete, but. It was fucking dope, man. And next year for sure. all the time next I got to sure. spend with you guys, it was it was lit. So yeah, next year, yeah. We're gonna have oh, a lot of fun. And plus James a halal food, Korean barbecue, he a chopped cheese. New York pizza. And New York yes. pizza. So I felt like he did such a good ja- job. Japanese and curry too. Food. And Japanese yes. curry too. Yo, that shit was Fire. I wanted more, bro. I was craving that. <laughs> I was like, oh man. I, I like right, right literally like days after damn I miss I'm I, I need more of like Japanese curry to taste uh yeah that shit was fire dude. I just love how we were barely anytime sober throughout the whole weekend. I was just having a good time with that. Yeah. It's just chilling and vibing. I like I just love it. Like the whole weekend was great. I, I can't wait for more. It was such a good time. Sam, any last thoughts about MNIC, your events, your time? Good um, moments, James. Okay. Uh, Sean Shamalas, Bruce Wayne. Rest in peace um, uh, a year. Uh, it, uh, the people don't know the voice actor for Frieza. Yep. He was the um, never give up uh, kind of character. Uh, definitely can't wait to do this again next year with a bigger group, with a bigger party. Um. Hopefully, for we could do other conventions too. Like we can meet up in the middle or something like that. I just remember I did say um that weekend on in James Hotel that next year I would love to I would love for us to have a panel in Anime NYC like a live show of Shonen Ronin or the Anime Podcast like a live show of a panel that would honestly show. be a dream come true. Yeah, like like for like us a live to do show a Shonen Ronin panel on, on a, a Sunday, Sunday on a Sunday. <laughs> like... Once the chapters drop, we could all read it behind the scenes and then we could come out and talk about it with the Black Clover, the One Piece fans, JJK, or whatever manga is out or or has not been axed yet. So that'll be dope. Like that'll be a great experience. That's gonna be a goal. That's gonna be a goal definitely for sure. But Sam, yeah. I'm sorry. I did cut you off, but you could finish your thoughts. Uh I say like I was gonna say like maybe we could try to meet up on DreamCon because I we know Ray's already going for sure, but it is hard to get I tickets for tickets DreamCon. Sold 
No, tickets. Have, I, I already have those four tickets reserved. Just saying. I forgot to mention that. But now I'm going to okay. say. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Bet. I was All like, right. I was I'll just, take okay. time off. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, same. Because like, I'm, I'm already going to be graduate. I be graduated and I need some like vacation time. When is DreamCon? Uh, July. All right. Okay. Yeah. I have enough like time. Like sec- second week of July. Yeah. It's not like third week. Is it? I thought it was like the. Uh, I think it's the fifteen. Um, is 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 a three week? Is the fifteen, sixteen, seventeen? Okay. All right. I'll come up for like six, seven days. Follow me. We could discuss that in the group and see what. Um, yeah. And we can get it done for sure. But definitely uh, dream con. Dream- <laughs> I wanted to go so bad, but I think I have a work trip. Oh man, that sucks. Damn, Damn Kendall. But I hope next time you could go and we could hope to see you next year in NYC. But for those fans of ours, for those the people that went, let us know if you saw us. Um, if you ever do see us in a con in the future, don't be afraid to say your hi to us. Of course, if we're busy, you know, eating or something, you know, find the right time. Be the most polite way you can. We get if you want to take a picture with us oh, or cool. just say hi we, to us. We, we, we appreciate we it. We have Steve cook for us. The city, I'll cook. Okay, bet. Oh, I'll nice. take you up on the offer. Definitely. That'll be dope as well. But I can't wait for the next con next year in, in the year 2022. And may I participant that from this year get tested. Yes. As soon as possible. Definitely. Uh, now, what's next that they want to discuss? James, you want to talk about Cowboy Bebop? Live action? Yeah. Let, let, let's talk about it. Have you guys right, here at all? Um, nope, because you told me that I should watch the anime first before I watch it, but I... yeah. I really want to watch it just to see how it is, but go ahead, give your review. Yeah. So, um, first off, let me say I definitely recommend watching it. Uh, watch it, check it out, see how you feel about it because there's a lot of things to love. John Cho as Spike Spiegel is spot on. He perfectly embodies this character. Um, uh, Mustafa Shakar, I think is his name. Uh, he plays Jet Black. He's amazing as Jet Black. Um, I would have to look up the actress's name that plays uh, Faye. But uh, the actress for Faye, she's awesome as well. They're great. I think Netflix put in a lot of money into this show. The VFX are absolutely fucking stunning. That's put every a lot of time shot, to it too. Yeah, every shot's gorgeous. Uh, there's a lot of cool camera work that tries to like copy some of that anime feel. Uh, the music, The music's incredible. It makes you feel like you're in the anime. The The sound design's incredible. There's so many things to love about Cowboy Bebop, right? But there, there's a lot that's not good, too, right? So mm-hmm. I, I think the first five episodes have, like, serious pacing issues. Um, throughout the entire series, the fight sequences are really, like, slow and choreographed, and they're not really good, and they're cut to shit in some moments. And like where Vicious, Vicious is my biggest complaint with Cowboy Bebop. Vicious was such like a cutthroat, like fucked up type of villain in the anime. And then in this, because they think that we need to be able to understand him and connect him and understand why he's a psychopath, these things ruin Vicious, right? He is just this whining crybaby who acts like a kingpin and lashes out and kills people because actually internally he's just fucking weak inside and he has a bunch of daddy issues because, 
I don't care. His daddy's the the leader of the syndicate, and he doesn't think he gets the respect he deserves. Uh... And it's like, um, Spike. Well, that that would be spoilers. But it's just like, Vicious is just a very very boring, uninteresting, very generic, awful character. Um, the actor does the best job that he can with this. There's nothing wrong with him, but the character that's written as the main antagonist of the series it's just it's boring it's it's plain white rice with no seasoning (laughs) he's just he's just nothing right and it's like you have spike who's awesome and they're going on these amazing adventures and vicious is supposed to be the villain like they have this amazing fight scene in the anime towards the end and it's like they try to mimic it but it's it's really pathetic and boring because vicious is pathetic and boring, but but again, overall, I recommend watching it. See how you feel about it, but you're you're not gonna like vicious. Vicious is just a very one note, boring, generic villain that you've seen ten thousand times, and there's there's nothing interesting about him at all. So the unseasoned uh, giant chicken of Luffy's of Luffy's favorite food. I uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> So my question was going to be, do you think it deserved a season two? 1,000%. Because overall, overall, it's decent, right? Like, it's definitely one of the better anime adaptations that have been done, you know, in by Americans. So it's like, I definitely recommend watching it. Um, I will say episodes six through ten actually were kind of fire, right? Episode nine was my favorite. Um, there's a really, really cool like one take fight sequence that happens. That's like the only good fight sequence in the whole show. But uh-huh. yeah, like six through ten, pretty good episodes. One through five, pretty slow, but again, really pretty. Visual effects are stunning. The set designs are perfectly spot on. Like when you're on the Bebop, it feels like you're actually on the ship, right? Like nothing looks fake. Everything looks great everyone's acting great there's nothing wrong there right it's just the antagonist is really weak there's pacing issues and like the fight sequences are just not good in my opinion yeah i did hear that the last episode of the show was slow pacing or it changed up very weird it wasn't slow it doesn't it's it doesn't have any pacing issues it's just they changed things from the anime and it's just not good changes that they made so they they made a change to like try to make it interesting for like a season two, I guess, and it's like okay, sure, fine, you know. But I I didn't find any pacing issues in like the last four episodes. The last four episodes are actually pretty good, but it's just like the first half is just like it's really rough to get through. But overall, it's decent. I'm glad to hear that because I've been I've been thinking about myself to watch it, like Kirk said, like. Just to watch the live action and then watch the good version, which is the anime itself. And that's why I've been, you know, trying to see it could do. Because, like you said, not a lot of good anime and manga live adaptations are out there. Okay, the only one that we would say it's a leader battle angel. That's what it's called. Yeah. And I feel like that one is one of the best ones, other than that, you could say, um, I like Ghost in the Shell. I know a lot of people like it, but that's fine. 
you know. I like Ghost so in the Shell too. I I feel like those two were good. Like they ain't perfect, but I feel like they were better than average. Yeah, I I think it definitely holds up as a good anime adaptation. I highly, I well not highly, but I definitely recommend watching it. But I don't think it's going to be one of those shows where it's like, you know what? I want to go back and watch that entire season all over again. You know, I, I don't think you'll do that. I think you'll like go back to some of your favorite moments, some of your favorite episodes. But like as far as watching the whole season, I, I don't think so. I mean, I, I definitely see them like learn from this season and hopefully they can for the next following season. They can uh, learn from their mistakes. Which is still really possible. I mean, it, it, uh, Cowboy Bebop is still a very popular series. It's crazy uh, how that show and Trigon came out the same year and Cowboy Bebop is the one that's more popular. Yeah, I mean, like, there's people who also likes Trigon more than Cowboy Bebop. Okay, me. I mean, it's, it's contrast. My brother, man. too. You know? Oh, you do? Oh, Space bounty too. hunters, you know? Um, you know what? You know what? Um, I don't think the Full Metal Alchemist movie was bad. I, My I biggest think... issue with that movie was whenever they tried to, like, copy certain huh. elements that only work in anime. You know? Like, yeah. those were only the things that didn't work for me. But I so felt like they had to rush. They had to rush. But you, Okay, so they made a movie for two hours. You knew it was going to be rushed, but you didn't expect it to be this kind of like, rushed up uh, show, uh, movie, is what I felt like. It was, it was average. I wouldn't say it was good. I, I just say it beats like six out of ten, five out of ten, you know, it's kind of score. So um, this is interesting. Um Cowboy Bebop is listed as a sci-fi. Trigon yeah. is listed as a western. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I didn't notice that or realize that because I thought Trigon was both Western slash type of sci-fi since you know, it's science fiction, even post-apocalyptic in a way. So it's kind of, I thought it would be like science fiction. Mm. But it's a mix yeah. of both, so it's interesting to see that. I would have I not mean, known that. I thought, I, I think the Bleach and uh, live action was okay as well, within the same average feel as with Fullmetal Alchemist live action. But... Uh, the Roni Kenshin ones? Are actually I think pretty was, good. Yeah, I think those were like one of the best ones too. I haven't seen the Death Note ones, but I've heard really good things about the the Japanese live action ones. I heard ja- good stuff about the Japanese. I'm about to say you better not say good stuff about the about the American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I heard yeah shit we're talking about, about the Japanese the adaptations now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I, the I, Japanese Roroni Kenshin movies are actually pretty good. I haven't it, seen the new one yet. That's the prequel. I'll I'm, try. Not, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm sorry for being biased but I say the bottom life adaptation anime in Japan is the attack on Titan I'm sorry that was bad we, that was, we don't talk about that 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 was that was not good no that, that but I mean I, I have you know I, I in doing more research it was very early on in the like development stages of attack on Titan I guess like but like they things they that had he did better... in that movie he changed to make it better in the manga, so that's why the manga's so good. But yeah, the movies are terrible. The, 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 absolutely C, the CG and everything was just so awful. ridiculous. That was so like, oh my, ugh, ugh. It, it did not look good at Oh at shit, all. Steve, there's three parts? I thought there was only two parts of Death Note. Yeah, there's, 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 there's three. 
say less. I think there's also side stories too, maybe? Not too sure. I, In the um, live action? Yeah, live action. Japanese. Huh. I know they also did Parasite the Maxim live action. That I need to check out. So, I heard, huh? yeah. I need to check there's that out. There's two. There's two huh. movies for so I would like to check that out. Um, I will try to watch adaptation of Cowboy Bebop and be ready for next week if you guys want to do a full spoiler review. Uh, actually, actually, I need to see. Again, like my finals are coming up. Yeah. On projects and stuff. But um, there's, uh, how long are the episodes? Like an hour, right? Yeah, and I think there are 10 episodes, what James said. Okay, not too bad. Yeah, it's not a bunch of episodes at all. Like it's really nice to get through. I mean, but yeah, uh, really good anime. Like Spike is one of my favorite anime characters, period. Oh, by the way, how's the score? My score for the series? No, no, like the score the, the music the score. score. Music score. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I said yeah, I, I said him I said the, the music's really good. The music's amazing. Like it's one of the best parts. Like it's do definitely they have, do they have any any beats from the anime? Or do they all have original yeah, the, beats? The intro's pretty much the same as the anime. They pretty much recreated it live action. Oh, and then don't. most of the music, it, it pretty much all blends in to like the anime. Like it might not be the exact same like blues and like jazz music, but it's all in the same like realm. Like it's they they do a good job of adapting it. Like it definitely feels like Cowboy Bebop in every single way. Music, sets, costuming, everything. Like, it feels like Cowboy Bebop, but it just doesn't, you know, sing they, the hit they the need to. They just need to write the villain better, basically. Yeah. That's understandable. Yeah. I'm very happy to hear that because I um, I saw people on, on the timeline say it was horrible, said characters could have been better and everything. But what people don't understand, like, this is a life adaptation. If someone else interpreting of where they could have written the series in their own perspective by changing a couple of things. Yes, like James mentioned, a couple of things being changed does not mean it's going to be better because like James said, they um, he felt like it missed a couple of things in episode 10, which I will not see it once I watch it. Once I watch the anime version, I will understand what they changed and I could say, okay, that I could see that was not that great with the change it did but it's going to give me like a different perspective since i'm seeing it in reverse yeah i mean yeah yeah kirk like two two episodes is, is not enough like that uh, you cannot judge the series on two episodes like i don't even think you even know who vicious is <laughs> like in the first two episodes like i don't even remember at this point but like you you can't judge the series like you have to watch the whole thing to see how it begins where it ends like it's only 10 episodes like you you can give it a chance. It's not like a thousand episodes long. Like again, it's worth the watch. The next series that's gonna be big coming out from Netflix is the last the Avatar the Last Airbender. That's the one I want to see because they gave a good cast for General Iroh. I mean casting I was... casting's great, but yeah. I, I don't I don't have a lot of yeah, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't it's have faith in the see. story either. What are I they going to do with the fire bending, the earth bending? That's so much VFX and special effects that's going to be coming out. They're budgeting, like that's uh, so see, much. That I expect to look good. My thing is, is the it's acting like the story? What is the story going to be? Like, is, what's going to get me? It's the first book. 
it's going it's going to be about ain't but how water. do you make it cuz you have to separate it somehow from the cartoon you cannot just do the same thing the cartoon did live action that's not going to work so True. that's what i'm concerned about how do you change it to make it a little bit original without doing too much that it deviates from the story from what I recall them saying they'll be showing zuko's sister much earlier instead of book 2 they're going to be showing her in book 1 I don't, that's what i don't care that's why i heard one of the couple changes they're going to do that i recall and also they like, try to do a love triangle with zuko and Aang and katara much earlier yeah, shit like this and like the the I, One I, Piece I, live action series. I'm like, I the don't One Piece. I don't mind it because I feel bro. because with Oda, he's on top of that. He's actually working with Netflix, and because the actors are each from the country that Luffy, Sanji are from. So that I like that. The, that doesn't mean anything though. That, that doesn't, doesn't mean, like, mean anything in terms the, of how it's actually gonna come out. True, but I have more hope Dude, for the One Piece. Think live about it. You are watching a real human Life. being saying gum gum gatling gun, whatever the fuck it is. It's going to be really cheesy. Watching him stretch is going to look really cheesy. Some of those lines are going to be really cheesy. Some of those characters are going to be really cheesy. Dude, can you actually envision Zoro like live action? Like someone like talking with a fucking sword in their mouth? Like well, there's a lot the, of things that will not work, um, bro. I'm telling you. The actor for Zoro actually was a sword fighter in the live action Ronon and Kenshin movie in Japan. Right. He was. He, 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 he looked he very good, was. but he was using two swords or one sword there. But like you said, it's going to be very hard for him to speak as an actor with the sword here. And I mean, just how is it going to sword. look for a real person just walking around and fighting live action on a show with three swords, one of which is in his mouth? I just think like some of the devil fruit powers, it's it's gonna it's either gonna be awesome or it's gonna look like shit, and it's gonna come off really cheesy and it's gonna be really terrible. There's no in between. I'm not <laughs> like, gonna say where you're gonna see this devil fruit, but the one I'm like. Like you just mentioned, wonder from Curiosity if they ever get to it because this is going to be like probably season four or five. Is a door door food. How the fuck are you going to show that in live action in some comedy way? Because with this fruit, you literally pop out in any type of way and you have your own type of pocket dimension. You have a door door food. So, how do you make that actually make sense and interesting in live action? I have my concerns. I'm not saying it can't be done. I just have my concerns. That's all. I just, True. they've never been able to make a stretchy person look interesting live action before ever. It just because it's Luffy does not magically mean that it's going to magically be better. So I'm really concerned. <laughs> like yeah, him because... stretching, screaming, gum, gum, whatever. It's, it just sounds really fucking cheesy. The more that I think about it. In that, now that I think about it, the only stretchy person that we've seen on screen is the Elastic Man or Elongated Man on the CW, and that didn't look that and great. And Mr. Fantastic in the Fantastic Four movies. Oh, yeah, Mr. Fantastic, but that actually didn't look that bad. I think you need to go back and watch it. it looks no, I did bad. at the time. Remember that we that we reviewed in in the beginning of this year with Chris? Oh, you're talking about Fat Four Stick, not Fantastic Four. No, I watched all three of them, remember? 
and they looked terrible in all three, in my opinion. They did, but it wasn't that bad for 2004 or 2001 that came out. So it was horrible, but it was yeah, still bad. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> but Elon Ginnian, for the CW, he don't look that great, and that's from 2000. No, I think you mean to say he looks terrible, like in every way humanly possible. He looks he don't. awful. And, and like he stretches so slow. And I'm like, I remember you stretching much faster, like in the cartoons, my guy. Like, what's with this? The moment Ugh. that they said Elongated Man was, was coming onto the Flash show, I was like, this is the worst decision you could have made. Because one, it's expensive. So they're going to cut around it and it's going to look fucking stupid. And that's exactly what they did. And it looks fucking stupid because they had to cut around it constantly to try to make it look good. And then the CGI scenes were all terrible. I just don't think, I, I don't know, man. I'll wait and see. If it's good, it's good. <laughs> I just, yo, James Cameron, can you just produce another Alita Battle Angel? That's what I want to see. That's what I care for. Like, I mean, George Lucas needs to sign off on that. Because technically, uh, was, uh, he was co-producing Alita. Who? George Lucas? James Cameron. It was James Cameron. It was James Cameron? Didn't? For Alita? Yes. Mm -hmm. James Cameron. Yeah, James Cameron is an Alita fanatic. Okay, James. Like that's just just give me a sequel, my guy. I know I I I know the first one cost two hundred fifty million dollars. I think he's just busy. He's just busy, and it's not gonna happen without him. Robert Rodriguez is a big director, but I mean James Cameron got that movie made, and they're not gonna do it without him. So it's like. But he's working on all these Avatar movies. He's going to be busy for a little bit. Why so many? Nobody asked for it. I haven't I, even seen I the did. first one. I did. I, I think the world that he's creating is something that we've never seen before. Yes, the, the plot of the first Avatar movie is very generic. And we've seen it a billion times. But the universe he's creating is like nothing we've ever seen. And he, even on the first Avatar, which came out in 2009 breakthrough camera technology breakthrough vfx technology and he's doing the same thing with these other four movies so i'm excited to watch him change how we make movies and like a lot of the second movie is going to be underwater so it's going to be new underwater camera effects and like camera recording and shit like Man, that's Aquaman what i'm excited two, for the, the universe yeah, Aquaman 2 is going to be dope uh, i'm excited for that yeah, but, but yeah. enough of that. What did you guys think about Arcane? Because I, I need to watch it, so I want to know what you guys thought about Arcane. James, you're going to love this show for the goddamn writing. This writing is really good. Like, so, okay. It makes you, it, like, throughout the, each arc is three episodes. So three oh, episodes one to three is one arc. Um, four to six is one arc. And then seven to nine is, is the last arc. And this is a prequel to the League of Legends story, the lore of the series. Which I didn't know about that, but while I was watching it, I did I did a I did a bit of research, but not too much to spoil myself of it. And Arcane, the the opening, but Imagine Dragons slaps the song's called Enemy. I've been hearing it nonstop throughout this whole week because it just slaps. The score for each character, my favorite is Jinx and and Evander, but it's just it's so sad because once you find out who the man he was and who he is now, his score is like, it has like a soft melody, which is very sad as hell. Um, but the characters, each of them has a persona. Each of them have a goal. Each of them has a, an ambition. 
each of these characters with me has a reason to be here. They're not just a side character. They have they have a motive to push each of the characters they're with along to the next path that they need to go to. But also, it makes you feel like you're rooting for the protagonist, but at the same time, you're rooting for the antagonist at the same time because you're understanding one another. You're like, fuck, I want the bad guy to win. He's, he makes a fucking point. But then I like the good guy to win because he wants to save the world. But one of the lines that says in this show is that no matter all the good you could do, you will always fail. I probably butchered the line, Sam, right? I did. I'm trying to remember where that line came um, from. Um, once Jane, um, is that his name? Jane? The scientist uh, with his assistant. And it was in the last episode. And once they were talking to each other, saying that with all the good they tried to do, they was always failing. I think you put shit up too much where I'm not no, even I sure. Definitely, what I definitely did not put you up too much because I definitely am saying it roughly correctly. But it's just so good. Uh, it, it's just it's such an entertaining show. Um, Sam, you want to add? So the soundtrack for this entire series slaps. Like every like fights and music like fits perfectly. The cinematography that goes within each certain parts and scenes that you didn't expect. Oh, the camera work is amazing too. It fit absolutely really well. Um, it definitely definitely let's get catch your interest where you know sometimes you only watch three episodes and like see if you want to continue that uh, see if you want to continue the series or not definitely for sure the first arc will catch you like if you weren't you won't be too sure the first two but the third episode it's what gets you in uh they i feel like they did the time skip really well because they do go back and forth sometimes with flashbacks and everything they do really well with portraying um of PTSD, uh, trauma, and all the bad effects, the hierarchies of rich and like the underground, like uh, low side of poverty and like everything that's uh, that's like they, that the top side like looks down upon. It definitely has captured, like, like, uh, like Vash said, every character had a, a part to play. It really worked really well with each other with uh, how they meet relationships with one another uh how they uh work one another the special effects of the stone the mana stone that they have they use uh really beautiful i came into the show knowing nothing about league of Legends, uh knowing no lore or anything about league of legends yeah, I know so that's nothing. great i knew nothing either and i jumped into it and checked it out uh, it wasn't until the third episode is when it fully catches me, because like you always had that kind of like it's I had I I understand family shows and I understand their the dramas and t- the drama of the family is what makes the show, but uh, it took me a while until that third episode is when like okay, you caused this trauma. Uh, we okay we seen how this uh, PTSD is happening. We seen how. Uh, the effects of older siblings and then younger siblings and the where the younger siblings would never understand the older uh, older siblings even though like they were thinking about their well-beings and you always have the younger siblings always trying to help like 
like your older sibling or at least help out with their family for what their own greater good. And you can't blame anybody in this entire show, even though the person's name Jinx, you can't blame any of people's actions of their choices of what happened, what, what caused the entire thing. And it just works absolutely well. That's the great power of its writing. It's everything fits so well. The fight scenes all great. Um, the technology of it, as well as the learning the power source of it all, the history of it all, um, the mutation monsters and drugs and all that stuff was actually really cool. Yes, James, the whole color scheme of the characters are so well. And one of the quotes of the showrunner that made it, he said that he hates it when live adaptations of games or movies and everything tries to tell the audience of the lore first, but it doesn't make you actually care for the characters that you're getting to meet from said lore. So he said that his goal was to actually make us fall in love with the characters first and then show us the world. When he said that, it reminded me of the show, The Vinland Saga, because the prequel, the first season, made us fall in love with the characters first before we met the actual lore of the Vikings and everybody else, aka we fell in love with Thorfinn, who he is, before we actually get the full story. So when, when I read that quote of one of the showrunners, I was like, shit, I love this guy. It makes sense of why he has this ambition and why the show did so good. It, like, it shows what he envisioned and what was his goal. It show why the show did so good because I care about Jinx. I care about these other characters. Like these lines of the character, it was called, in the pursuit of greatness, we feel to do good. That was the line. That's it. And That's the line. Yep. That makes and sense. It was, and, it's, and it's so and it's so so simple but fucking true like no matter what good you could do you could also fail at it and like that's fucking sad yeah so true yeah it's a really good quote you are not even remotely close on that one Nash. yeah that's why i was like i don't know what you're talking about you kind of chopped it up i felt like i was close i like i felt like i'm like i said in a close that, by the there. message did not come the message did not come across i'm sorry no it yeah, did what not you said and what the actual quote is <laughs> i was like what and, and also james i love the color scheme because this looks like reminds me of star wars rebels slash clone wars animation but it's more like water palette type of animation i feel like the characters it's like water paint, but in the animation style. Yeah. So yeah. I really found it very beautiful of the series. And I feel like a lot of people, I'm not sure if a lot of people noticed that, but I feel like that was one of the most beautiful things to see of the series. I've um, only heard good things. Like even like John Campio was talking about how much he loved it. I'm like, all right, right. cool. Bet. I'll definitely check it out. Haley Steinfeld is by. Is by, uh, yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, this is true. Um. Also, Jeremy Johns, he also did a review of it as well. Um, so I did I check out his review. review I, I have seen his review and he loved it. Like he he is not a um huge fan of League of Legends, but he loved the series and everything. So great review. Um a lot a lot of celebrities who don't speak about animation and everything, they also spoke about them watching the series too. Which is like okay, since when did since when did you guys watch animation? 
and they was just having a good time with it too. I'm like, okay, shit. Yeah, I had like, no intentions of watching. I was like, a League of Legends cartoon. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, but I mean, everyone's been saying it's really good, so I will definitely check it out. I am always down for like good media. This so, was great, right now. Like, I didn't really think myself was gonna watch it, but they the show trailer because I was just there on Netflix and it looks fucking good. The score sounded great, and then I saw Imagine Dragons song called Enemy. I'm like, oh, Imagine Dragons did it. Okay, sure, why not? I'm a big fan of Imagine Dragons. There's I a lot like of her music. Uh, there's also a lot of rappers. There's also a lot of um, other people who also uh, backed into the soundtrack of it. Uh, Denzel Curry was also did one of the favorite songs and one of my favorite scenes. Um, it was the Echo versus Jinx fight. That was oh, a really good one. James, you're going to love the character Echo. Like, smart kid and everything. I love his design. Like, his design looks fucking amazing. Like, I know next year in comms, there will be a lot of cosplay from I mean, Echo I think they, and Jinx. I, they I think they would have already because League of, Legend, League of Legends has been around for a while. But, but I'm I guess like, they'll come, they'll come back again. But yeah. now more because, because of this anime. And that fight, this fight scene, I know that Kendo and Sam and other people will understand this reference, but that fight scene between Jinx and then Echo. And plus Echo reminded me of the fight of Luffy versus the, the Celestial Dragon. Well, not really fight, but the punch. You see regular animation. Well, that's, that's one punch sir, compared sir, to yeah. so not the fighting, entire flashback. What we're talking scene. about is the animation, the change of animation. You see regular mm-hmm. animation. And then you see the black and white and then change it back to animation and then change the black and white. It reminded me so much because the fight between Jinx and Echo, it was amazing. It was understandable and it just fit very well. So I can't wait for season two. James, they did announce season two already. So that's, that's not a big spoiler. But you will, once you see the night episodes, you'll be like, what? Like, I can't wait to see your thoughts on it because I know Ray's watching as well, but mm-hmm. not sure on what episode he's on. There's yeah, also a lot of it, there's also a lot of symbolism parallels. Um, oh, man, I, I was gonna say um, parallel symbolism meaning. Oh, oh no, okay, now I remember now because I didn't notice this at first. Um, so apparently, the animation came in from Korea for it's Korean yeah, animation. That too. Um, so. There's going to be some voice overlap that doesn't really fit together, but I definitely would definitely have to say the dub, even the English dub voice on par, it fits perfectly on what this series is. I wonder, I do wonder so, how does the sub voice sound? Cause I, don't, I will I like to, I, I won't mind checking it back, uh, checking it out again. Me either. In Korea. Then not that, not that I'm thinking about like, damn, I don't mind actually watching the sub voice in Korea and and to see how that sounds. I mean, like, Korea sub has never failed me before. Yeah, it's yeah, like just Yeah, man. And they're, they're killing it this year. Like, uh, I just finished Hellbound. Oh, so did year. I. Yeah. Dude, I'll Hellbound was, in, was, yeah, I Hellbound saw, was yeah, incredible. Um, Squid Game was incredible. I'm going to yeah. start My Name this weekend, which my is name? this really cool, like, crime thriller south korean crime thriller can't mm-hmm. wait to watch that shit like bro there, there's so dude american media sucks compared to everyone else internationally 
Oh yeah, uh, yeah, it is. It's shit compared, honestly. A lot. Uh, I feel like somebody at work or somebody said that anime is not considered TV. But I'm like, wait, I'm like, they did us told me that. I literally in my head, I was like, this this guy's fucking with me. When he does tell me that TV is not considered, uh, sorry, anime is not considered TV, I'm like, it's literally live podcast TV shows in Japan. That's their TV. When he said that, I was like, what the hell do you mean, my guy? So it just threw me off, like, just threw me off guard so bad. Kirk, you said it perfectly. Like, in English is so boring when it comes to expression. Like, watching Squid Game and watching so many other things and listening to the the Japanese or Korean voices like actually give these like brilliant like in-depth like deep performances mm-hmm. and then you listen to like most English dubs and it's like the tones ruined the tones ruined the translations are not as good so the the dialogue isn't as impactful it's just it's ridiculous it it, it honestly pisses me off sometimes like the the Squid Game English dub is insulting I have no idea how people watch that shit. It, I tried to watch it. I could it. not, bro. I couldn't do it. I, I did. I told the guys, and just like, bro, why are you watching so? Like, oh shit, you're right. That's taking the original version. Is is a sub, and then I watched two episodes, and I'm like, oh, this is so much better. I just haven't did continue, but I'm like, this is so much better. Like, this is way better than I thought. The, the dub is not that great, which you know, with all due respect. But it's just the sub is just way more enjoyable. Yeah, man. All due respect to the the dub voice actors, it just it did not work for me, and I did not get the full performances that the that the Korean actors gave. I did not feel or hear that in those translations. So, <laughs> I would like say sub always for me. I would say for Vash, before you go back into Squid Game, I think you should definitely check out Parasite. After all these years, watch Parasite. I should. I should, and I will. Bro, you're crazy. Squid Game was fire, bro. And I, I know I, it's I've fire, it but... Twice. No, because Kirk was saying um, it, he didn't care for it overall, which is fine. You know, entertainment is subjective. But to like, me, man, it was, it cause was fire. Because there are a lot of, like... I, I understand there's a lot of other shows that also deal with um, life and death games kind of thing. That's, like... Uh, but I felt Squid Games captured it psycho- psychologically a lot more compared to um, yeah, uh, uh, Alice in Wonderland or something like that. Oh, I was in Borderlands. Borderlands. I'll I'll check that out too. Yeah, and and I, I, I know like I know the story for Alice in Borderlands, but I feel like Squid Games captured the psychology of a real per- like real people, a person of will you backstab another person just to have a chance to win a lot of money especially when you're in debt you have over uh you have no way of being able to pay it back no matter how long you work you're at least in the life and death game chance where everything is fair everybody has a same equal chance and yeah of course if you lose you you die but like if you continue to if you choose to keep living and continue life you have that overwhelming debt over your head uh, a lot of depression, uh, whatever you lose of everything, it's it's no different from like dying and then keep living in hell. Which they like, which I felt like that episode. That's like an episode they captured it completely well, 
because like the psychological level, every character is like have all their downsides, even if they were to not participate in the game and even if they were to not, uh, they feel like maybe if they can go to work and they get paid off anything, nope, not possible. Everybody is struggling. Everybody uh, are in their last line of rope. You, you might as well go into a game where you have an equal amount of chance to like win the jackpot of money. Uh, that's what I feel. Uh, Steve, I know, uh, I, I know you like Alice in Borderland more, but I feel like Squid Game was like a lot better in a more human, human, humane, not no like special effects, no of that satellite laser thing to kill people. I, this, it, to play a kid's game and you're an adult and that's literally like, I, 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 that's all fair game. It's literally reliving your own childhood. And if you don't win, yeah, like for for me, it was just like just watching the human experience, the things yeah. that people will do to each other for money, and of course to just to survive. You know, it's like we we can talk about being together and kumbaya and all of this bullshit, but I mean, when it comes down to it, I mean, it's all about number one. So it's just watching that and watching people being broken down to their most like primal state just mm-hmm. to survive and just to get to the next level. But Steve, I haven't seen Alice in Borderland yet, so I can't say anything else uh, about it. But I it, will watch it within the next two weeks. Once I get through like My Name and Arcane, I'll definitely watch it because I want to know. I, I've heard it's fire, and I want to check it out. I'm trying to consume as much like South Korean like content as I can right now because everything I've I've been watching is just fire. So, um, definitely right, for good. Sure. There's a lot of pers- uh, perception perception that you can have for squid game itself it's like you it's like literally like do you see us do you see the world as people who are born good or are they born evil and 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 who do you relate to yourself to number 10 to number 456 i think that was the number or stuff like that like each person has own personality and who could relate to the people can have morals and they can like do the right thing but most of the time it's people who take advantage of people who have good morals of their own and just you know survive before them just live and the backstabs the 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 betrayals the actions the sacrifices that was all made with that show i felt it was all it hit everywhere human connection and its most primal emotions every single actor had captured it mm-hmm. it was just very um exciting for a lot of these series that's been going on netflix any streaming service more uh disney plus hasn't had a had a miss yet we could talk about hawkeye tomorrow to see if it to see how people feel if it's hit or miss but every streaming service like netflix has hit and misses now all shows are going to do great um, like James mentioned, like One Piece and um, Avatar Less Everybody could be good, could be bad, it just depends. And right now, for Netflix this past month, a lot of people love Arcane, a lot of people was okay with Cowboy Bebop. So right now, that's not bad. I I, I call that a good winning. You're ending up the weird, you're ending up the year good because another great series is coming out at the end of this month, and that's fucking The Witcher. And I can't wait for that one as well. Season two. Season yeah, two, I can't yes. Can't wait for the Witcher. Bro. The Witcher season two, man. Because I'm about to start rewatching season one. 
just to give me that great toss a coin to your witcher oh man Leo. and we will definitely do a season two review on villains for sure awesome love to hear that so can't wait for that um it is i think a good time to wrap the show right yeah we were supposed yes. to be on for less half this time yeah but this was a great convo <laughs> this, was this was fun, fun. yeah yeah um like this was such a good time to talk to the boys uh it wasn't as crazy we did a good two reviews of two shows and just recap nyc as a whole we had a good time i had a great time just chilling relaxing uh getting ready for the big main show talking three full episodes of hawkeye tomorrow so this was a good time to get back into to the group of content creating and you know getting back to the next mojo yes so it just felt good so james where can the people good find you any last thoughts did you have a good time how did it feel yeah man it, it was great to be back doing the show i uh, can't wait to do villains tomorrow uh it was great to talk about anime nyc uh great to talk about cowboy bebop um but yeah uh check me out tomorrow uh with vash and uh steve actually we're gonna be talking about the first three episodes of hawkeye can't wait to talk about that uh we might there might be one or two news topics it depends on what what pops up, what happened uh, throughout the week. But if you want to find everything that, that I do, just go to carefulforspoilers.com. You'll see our latest reviews where I have a written review of Cowboy Bebop. Um, you can check out my Eternals review. Uh, we have a list of the top 10 uh, best horror movies that you can watch on HBO Max. Uh, mm-hmm. Our most anticipated games of 2022. Uh, we have so many different articles on the website. Uh, you can get links when, to the Patreon from there, all types of stuff. So when's all of our the Spider-Man media. review? Hmm? When's the Spider-Man review? That's a good question, Sam. We haven't got we haven't gotten there yet. Like Yeah, I mean I would like to review it, it, it that it Friday, is like in two weeks. But I mean <laughs> it, it, everything I, is still coming together. I don't know, it depends on like oh, when you guys thank can get God tickets. Sam about to take a Saturday because it's real. I'm gonna be in New Jersey that Thursday and Friday, so thank God. I mean, by tickets that Saturday. I mean, that Thursday and okay, Friday. Okay, so um, we'll probably have to do like a double episode. Well, not a double episode because... We're watching it Saturday afternoon. Actually, so that'll... Be... So, so the 17th will be... Oh, shit. Okay, so the 20th. We could do it on the 20th. I'm Monday off. Monday the 20th. I'm on vacation. So, yeah, yeah that'll be That'll be the villains episode for that week because that Friday is Christmas Eve and I'm not... Obviously, we're not going to have a show. So uh, on the twentieth, you heard it here first on Anime Lately, guys. <laughs> on Monday the the twentieth, we are going to be doing a Spider Man No Way Home full spoilers review. It's gonna be lit. Um, yes, Watkins. Um, Sam got us the tickets for me and him to see it that Saturday, one o'clock, twelve o'clock, three o'clock. I know Two somewhere around 20. there. Two twenty. I was yeah, close. I'm seeing it on Thursday at three p.m. I can't wait. I would have gotten tickets, but thing is, with my life and my production. I don't get told what's happening two weeks from now. So I can't really say, hey, guys, I, I got a movie ticket to see Spider-Man. And then I found out a couple of days, I mean, two days later, saying, hey, we're actually going to be filming upstate, and we're going to have you guys in the hotel. I'm like, huh. But Meet unless I find... Everything. No, I'm going to be off. Unless, unless, unless I find that there's a movie theater that night of the hotel, then I'm probably going to watch it. Probably yeah, will. I'll, 
I'll probably go watch the movie and just drive over there. Like, hey, guys, who wants to go come with me and watch Spider Man? You know, from the crew. That's if you could get a ticket, actually, no, you probably, probably can upstate, upstate you New York. Definitely yeah, more of a possible chance than actually here in, in the little five boroughs. So definitely. And I'm like, like, so stay off of social media like at least three days before because the UK by Monday gets it two days early, right? And you no, right. know there's going but to be also presses it that Tuesday or Monday usually of the same week. So I'm gonna and be variety, offline. variety, um, I think and deadline and like Forbes they spoil the shit out of these movies. So they don't under they titles. don't know how to do non everything. It's like yo, it's called non like non spoiler review. It's not called fucking spoiler. The movie hasn't come out publicly. Yeah, give me tight with it. Uh, Forbes had a full spoilers breakdown of um the rise of Skywalker, like two weeks before the movie, bro. What it the was fuck? Ridiculous. Full spoiler breakdown, scene by scene, bro. Like, if Toby and Andrew are in the movie or not, I cool. If they are or not. But if I get spoiled by timeline, Twitter, social media, news article, if I get spoiled by that before I see the movie, I'm going to be dumb tight. Like, spoilers don't get me mad, but I'm going to be dumb tight that I don't actually get the movie experience of seeing... I'm going to be pissed for this movie. Because if Toby and Andrew are in this movie, I want to see it organically in the theater when it happens. I don't want to see it on fucking Twitter. Yeah, I want to actually experience that, so... I'm going to say as well right now, if you follow me on Twitter and anything, any type of social media plugs will be coming by somebody else. I'm going to just be sending it from my phone through text messages like, yo, upload this, do this. But I'm not touching Twitter or social media since of that Monday, the 13th of that Monday. I'm logging off Twitter and deleting it from my app. I'm like, nope, you are gone. Bye. That's I, I still don't think I still don't think they're in it. I, I don't think they're in the movie. I believe we have a bet somewhere. I've, I, I think I, I, the person punching the lizard is actually Doc Ock, bro. I think Doc Ock is going to help Peter fight the Sinister Six and put them back. I don't think they're in the movie. That um, I think the only time I think you'll see them is when Doctor Strange is doing the spell. I think we're going to see a bunch of different people in like a Speed Force vision thing. And I think we'll see them, maybe. But I don't think they're going to be fighting in this movie, bro. I don't see it happening. But if I'm wrong, I will I will take that L. I would be happy to be wrong. Because I would love to see them. Well, you but heard it I'm here. I'm sticking to my guns. James is going to take an L. James is going to take a big L. We'll see. Because <laughs> I, I do not think they're in the movie at all. I mean... But we will see. Organically, we definitely can see Doc Ock and Sandman helping Peter. I mean, if it means for them to stay in this universe, who knows? Oh, dope. Um, Sam, Ryan voices Asuna, older brother in the movie. We're going to be watching this Saturday. Oh, nice. Cool, cool, cool. So that's going to be dope to see. Um, I forgot we're watching Jordan, this over Jordan, trust me. I hope I take that L. Believe me. <laughs> there is nothing I want more than to see them standing in a line against uh, Electro, Sandman, and Lizard. There's nothing I want more. But I, I don't think I don't think it's happening. I mean, they do, they're doing a better job for Jamie Foxx and Electro. Yes, we're getting an Electro from a completely different universe that doesn't suck. Thank God. <laughs> yes, Jordan. I hope he takes this out too because that's just want to happen. I, I, Please, I, I hope I do. I, 
I want to see the two best Spider-Man be on screen together, Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield, be together side by side, and then with the number three with him, Toby. They're not, they're not in the movie. They're not I, just in movie. See, I just want to see them. I just want to be like just Andrew. I just, by the way, I just, um, if we have time tomorrow, I could go more in depth. But I saw the amazing Spider-Man, the first one. Damn, that movie is still so fucking good. Oh, my God. The suit is so fucking amazing. I cried watching a film with my fiance. I don't know what the hell. I was mad high, but two, I was just so emotional to watching this movie because, you know, Spider-Man is my favorite character. But the movie, Andrew does a fantastic job. And Gwen and seeing the father and the father with the lizard and just the way Andrew acts as Peter, you know, the, the stutterness, the whole being nervous and knowing not to talk. I don't, but I don't then, think his Peter Parker is good. I, I think it's okay. It's not perfect, but I, I like it. Um, he I feel is... like... He is arguably, arguably the best Spider-Man. Like, yes. just Spider-Man only. But I think Tom Holland is better because he's good at both. He's a good at both, I agree. But I feel like Andrew, just the way he switches when he has a mask on, he's a whole different person. And just the way he's just smart with the webs and everything. Like, uh, like I just want to see him on screen again. And I'm just hoping... I don't give a f about Toby. I just care about Andrew and seeing him on screen. Yeah. I want Toby's to not that bad. Out. I just, I just don't care about him, right? Like, my, like Michael Keaton as Batman. I don't care about him as Batman at all. I know that's sacrilege to some people. They think he's so good. I, I don't get it. Like, Say? he looks great in the suit, and Tim Burton knows how to light scenes, and he looks fucking awesome in the suit. But what does Michael Keaton do that makes him a good Batman? I, I, I don't get it. But you know, I, I know that's sacrilege, but that's how I feel about Tobey Maguire. He's fine, you know, but he's not as good as Andrew or Tom. I'm Agreed. sorry. I'm glad I'm not know. I'm glad we agree on this. Not like a lot of other things, but we agree on this 100%. And I'm happy about that because Andrew, Tom, and Toby are just in that ranking. Just a nice ranking right there. Oh, and news that we could definitely talk about tomorrow is the trilogy of the new Spider-Man films. Yeah, because right. there's actually controversy surrounding that because that's what Amy Pascal said. But uh, according to the higher ups at Sony, that that's not, you know, solidified yet. That's not in ink. So <laughs> yeah, so it so it's pretty interesting that how it's gonna be a bit of double standard right there. Like, wait, so what's really going on there? So I'm like, huh? Yeah, she kind of just talks. Like if you've ever seen her interviews, she kind of just says things. It's oh. like, yo, we haven't. This is Kevin Feige is a meme. Haven't signed this yet. This it's is a meme. Whenever he's with her, he'd be like, "What? It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You can't see." Like, when did we agree on this? Where the papers? Right? Like, what this? are you talking about? I'd be like, "Huh, yo, hey, like, if you just zoom on Kevin's face, you'd be like, <laughs> he'd be like, but, but his yeah. eyes be opening sometimes. His face move, his shoulders shrug. He'd be like, hey, what?" It's just amazing. Like, he's just a, like, like a whole is it, is it, are we going to get another trilogy? More than likely, yes. There is definitely a high 90% chance that we do get another trilogy within the MCU. So that's the other thing, right? It's like, there might be only one movie within that new trilogy that technically takes place in the MCU. And then the last two won't have any MCU characters in it. So that's another thing that people are saying. But, yeah, we can talk about it more on Villains tomorrow. Yeah, definitely for sure. Uh, but I think we're good to wrap now. Yeah, definitely for Officially? sure. Officially? Yeah. Okay. 
James, you could go back into um, putting your plugs in. <laughs> yes, I, know, I know that was 20 minutes ago. But I'm sorry, but you know, chat was hearing different conversations, talking, and we just kept on going. My apologies. I'm just uh, only, the, the only downside is that we can't watch the first two movies uh, before uh, No Way Home. It's not, on, it's not on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, you gotta buy... You gotta buy you it. Buy it. Yeah. No, technically, all the Spider-Man films you gotta buy separately. There is, there no on no streaming service. All right. Yeah. Maybe I'll, like, I'll, I'll purchase them both, and then we we'll just stream it. From, we'll just stream and watch it you know, from Discord. But uh, yeah. James, yes, your plugs. Yeah, but you can find uh, if you want to find everything that we do, just go to see the number four spoilers You'll find links to all of our podcasts, all of our social media, the merch store patreon all of our reviews all our articles check out the website that is our hub for everything for me you can find myself at legendary vash on twitter and ig everywhere out to production post-production consecration whenever the hell i can but definitely then in this month for a good two weeks i'll be doing um, consecration with streams twitch gaming with sam we'll be doing whatever the hell we can for anime reactions and whatever I, we could put out i'll be do, um i'll be speaking to our video editor to see what we can cook up and see what we can do moving forward. So we'll keep, we keep you guys posted, but I appreciate for you guys watching the anime podcast episode 113. It's been a while. Hope you guys do miss us. Um, Sean and Ronnie will still continue. Anime podcast will, will do our best to be consistent or we'll try to change our dates to make it much easier for the team, but we will keep you guys updated in anything in the foreseeable future, also on social media and on the community tab and plus discord. Sam, Take us home. Uh, guys, you can always follow me and Sam the Mega Man and all my social medias. We thank you guys for watching and or listening. We really appreciate it. We love our fun talk. This was a really nice and chill talk. And I said, I'm glad. I hope you guys had a good time. This has been Sam the Mega Man, and you've been listening to the Anime Lady Podcast. Peace. <laughs>